Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Forever. Dog. Are there nerds here tonight? Nerds! Nerd, the nerdy things that we love, like nerds are powerful. Nerds, like nerds make the shiny things that distract the mouth breathers. Like I love Harry Potter, I love fantasy and sci-fi and all that, all of it. You like all that stuff? So do I. I love nothing more than to sit back and read some nerd stuff, whether it's an old issue of the uh, uh, Beetle Bailey or. Whatever else all these uh, weirdos are into. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the best show here on a Tuesday night in December of 2023. My name is Tom Sharpling, and we have a great show for you tonight. Later in the program, we're going to be joined by the one and only Steve-O is going to check in. That'll be exciting. Never had a conversation with him, and that ends tonight. Unless he pulls a Tommy Stinson, which he won't. He'll be here. Cannot wait. It's going to be a good time. We also have Suck Olympics 3, the holiday edition coming up. Can't wait for that. And last, but certainly not least, 201-989-0012. I want to talk to you about what holiday gift purchases you need help with. What you can recommend. It's the best show holiday gift guide 2023. Let's start the show, huh? up everybody welcome back on a tuesday night to the best show please bring us back into your homes bring us back into your hearts we're here we're doing it ready to make you all yuck it up for a little bit have a good time what can you do in this life right this life is hard isn't it 
It can be so hard. That's why you need a little laughter in this life. Just like when Paul Stanley would always be on stage and condescendingly say to the audience things like, We come to town and give you... uh..." He sounds like Gary from the... Sounds like Gary from uh, The Golden Bachelor. Good old Gary. He should be in Kiss. He's old enough to be in Kiss. You know, it's exciting. I talked... Me and Teresa decided I should not just... I shouldn't pick the band that I want to live with, but I should join the band I can't live without, and that's Kiss. The hottest band in the land. No. Gary's not going to be in Kiss anytime soon. But Paul Stanley would go. People work hard and they need uh, time to get away from all their problems in their life. And they that's when we come and we give them a couple hours that they get to be out. It's like, what? You think everybody's in hell? Living, what do you, what do you think this is? The uh, the um, uh, the metropolis or uh, working like robots? That's one for my. Uh, it's one for the video tech crowd. Make metropolis references. Fritz Lang, right? Now it um, the best shows here. We like that you like it. I like that you like it. I like you for liking it. You like me for doing it. It's a real uh, log rolling situation we got here. Isn't everybody happy? We're all just making each other happy. Welcome back. Tonight, we have the amazing Steve-O is going to be a part of the festivities. We're going to ask him about his new stand-up special. The thing I really want to ask him clown college he went to clown college i want to ask him all about clown college see what the deal with that was who wouldn't want to know more about that right i think i went to a clown college it was called middlesex community college (laughs) man my college experience was bad that school sucked any school you have to drive to and uh man ain't a good school. The good ones are the ones where you can kind of stay put. You kind of settle in a little bit and get comfy. I did a live show last night at a Zebulon, uh, the best club in all of Los Angeles. Sold out an evening with Tom Sharpling. And it was a super duper fun night. I don't want to reveal too much. I want these things being for the people who are there only to see them. That's what I want. I'll do more of them if the people demand it. I'll take an evening to Tom Sharpling to your city, perhaps. Who knows? Maybe I'll do another one in Los Angeles, all new show. Who knows what the future holds? Who knows where the time goes, right? Yeah, take that picture down, please. I don't want to see. I did it. I done did it. It's a picture of me 
there was a go-go's element in the show last night that we'll talk about later. Uh, isn't that right, Jason Dudio Gore? That's correct. Okay. That's all. It was wonderful. It was Thank really you. good. I already told you before. Okay, I, well, I will say this before we went on. Yeah. I told Tom how proud I was. I was yeah, of him for he doing did. that show. He did. Because we did a sketch show with him mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. And, and after that show, I mm-hmm. said to Tom, you know, you should do this more often. You're yeah. really good up there. And you said yeah. never in a million years. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Yeah. Never say never. Just like when Sean Connery broke out that <laughs> cummerbund again yeah. and got a little uh, waist tightening thing so he could look like the James Bond he used to be. Oh, no, he got in shape. That wasn't oh, anything. Oh, yeah, he really. He, he really put the work in. He really put the work in. Is that is that how it went, Pat Byrne? It is not how it went. Thank you, Pat. Pat's back from his exciting journeys. We'll hopefully hear a little bit more of that. Wouldn't you like to hear more of that, AP Mike? I sure would. There we go. One, <laughs> two, three, four. We got them all together. That means it's... Well, when the good Lord made his mind up, he said, this Mike needs more men, four men, horsemen. And that was it. That was it. Here come the horsemen, four horsemen. Yeah. Yeah. There they go. And it's me, it's Mike, it's Pat, and it's Jason. The four horsemen are together. We're back again. How's it going, horsemen? It's going good. Going going good now. Pat, you went away. You're back. How are you? I'm back stateside. How are you? Stateside, that means you left the country? I left the U.S. of A. And where'd you go? I went to Spain. I went to Portugal. Mm-hmm. I connected with some roots, and I feel better about it. That's nice. You know? Are these roots you've met before, or was this one of those, like, meeting the roots for the first time thing? This, These were roots I've met before, okay. and some that I had, hadn't. I, I traveled around parts of Spain that I had never been, mm-hmm. but I have family in uh, one part above Portugal that uh-huh. I visited and Saw cousins I hadn't seen in like 13 years, and um, it was great. It was great. Felt felt good for the soul. That's, That's so good. Nice. That's good. I'm glad you did that. I mean, now I've never been to Spain actually, but I I kind of like the music. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> now one thing is they say the ladies are insane there, and that they sure know how to use it. Well, you <laughs> but know, they Tom, don't abuse it. Of, never gonna lose there was it. A lot of rain. I can't refuse it. Mike, what song is that? Yeah. Yeah, that was enjoyable. Who did that song first, Mike? Do you remember? Uh, Was it Three Dog Night? It was Three Dog Night. Three Dog Night. Yes. And who covered it famously? Mm. Well, I never been to Spain. Uh, Elvis Presley. Neil Young. Elvis, yeah. Okay. Elvis Presley covered. He Imagine covered Neil it. Young did it though, and it went a little something like this: "Hit it." Well, I've never been to Spain. 
But I kind of like the music. What is this, like 73, 74 era Elvis? The 79. Se- wow. <laughs> It's very late. It's 79. Oh, not as good as 83 Elvis. Yeah. Uh Imagine if Elvis stayed alive. Yeah. And then he's just like, imagine Elvis entering the MTV era, what that would have been like. In the 90s? He would have covered I'm I'm Too Sexy. But just imagine the 80s, that initial boom of MTV. Hey, man, I want my MTV. Call your local (laughs) cable provider and get your MTV. Hey, listen here. Listen here, Adam Curry. Yeah. You listen to me, Billy Idol. They put him on remote control. Yeah. He'd be on. Yeah. He'd be on remote control. He'd be on. uh, Quinn. Yeah. I'm here with my friend uh, Dave Kendall and we're hosting Headbangers Ball tonight. (laughs) It's great. We got uh, some videos coming up from Kicks and uh, Saxon. We got Sepultura and Saxon coming up later in the show. (laughs) Special interview with. uh, we got Phil and Lemmy from Motorhead coming by. It's going to be very exciting. This is, is amazing. I mean, yeah. oh, one, this is what I dream yeah. about. One thing with you guys is a lot of people hear your music, but somehow Elvis gets really into interviewing people. Mm-hmm. People hear your music and they uh, they think it's punk. But then when they see you, you got long hair like like the metalheads. What's, uh, what's that all about? He goes to Action Park with Allison Chains. Yeah, we're going to the MTV uh, Beach House. It's going to be great. It's going to be me and uh, Jimmy Pop from uh, Bloodhound Gang. Elvis just fits right in. He would, if he st- if he was there, he would have been a traveling Wilbury, right? Oh, God, yes. I'm <laughs> so tired of being lonely, right? That would have been Elvis. Yeah. I yeah. still have some love to give. Tweeter and the monkey man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What do you think of that song, Mike? Tweeter and the monkey man. Yeah, that's supposed to be a dig at uh, the boss, huh? Is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that? Because there's a song on this Traveling Wilburys album, which was... Here's another horrifying thing. You look at the Traveling Wilburys. I think I'm older than all of them were when they did that oh, record. We all are. It is. I'm older than the old one. Like, oh, Roy Orbison's <laughs> the old one. I think I'm a year older than he was when he made that record. And at that point, I was like, well, these guys are ancient. I think Tom Petty was, what, 38 when he did that? I don't know. Let's see who can do an impression of each traveling Wilbury. <laughs> Let's see. Tweeter in the monkey man going to the thing. Right. That that's Dylan. That's Dylan. Then we got Don't come around here no more. Patty. Right? <laughs> now you gotta do Jeff Lynn. Jeff Lynn's like, uh what'd Jeff Lynn be like? He'd be like the city streets are empty now. The lights don't shine no more. That's just me singing that song. Yeah. That's not an impression. George Harrison. George Harrison would be, uh, but you have to have them all put out after the savory truffle. <laughs> and then Ray Orbison. You may be but with your thing now, how? Uh, 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 uh. 
And then Roy Orbison would be, I was all right for a while. I could smile. I can't do it tonight. I blew my voice out at the show. I used to be able to do Roy Orbison pretty good. This is a very good question from the chat. What is Elvis's Wilbury name? Like uh, E. Wilbury. <laughs> e. Just E for Elvis? Yeah. No, for uh, it's E for Eric from yeah. uh, Entourage. Eric, Eric Wilbury. They call me E, and they also call him E on Entourage. He's, uh, I hired him to be my manager, E, and uh, they kind of remind me, uh, uh, Vinny Chase's crew remind me of my guys, Sonny and Red. I got uh, kind of my Entourage. I just got a Johnny Dramas with me. This is also up my alley tonight. Do you remember Tiny Elvis? Remember oh, that's Tony? Rob Schneider. How yeah, one forget? of his classic bits. I love that. Does right. he still do it? I love that. Thanks, Pat. Now, tell us what you ate in Spain. I ate pulpo, which is octopus. Mm-hmm. I ate tortilla, mm-hmm. which is eggs and potato and yeah, good. We, we have that here. It. We do have that here. I had croquetas. Oh, yeah. Chicken Fried croquetas? balls of... No. I had, they were... It was everything. It was seafood. It mm. was... Uh, no, I'm actually on a seafood diet. Seafood I don't know diet. if anybody's aware. When I Jesus. seafood, I eat it. <laughs> hey, man. I want to just say I saw this new video about Duran Duran, and I don't dig it. Seven and the Ragged Tiger? What's that nonsense about? Union of the Snake? What are these guys singing about? What happened to the old Duran Duran? Is there something I should know? Planet Earth. The good stuff. I am quite a fan of Bedetta Alive, though. Pete Burns. I'm going to do his new song, What I'd Like to Set a Thing to Find Myself a Brand New Lover. <laughs> like what songs of the 80s I would he have covered? I bought a ticket to the world. I just like and now I've that. come back again. <laughs> You know he would Elvis do that a, song. He'd do True by Spandau Ballet. Oh, 100%. So in this in this reality, Elvis is a VJ, but in the show he's hosting, he also has he has a moment of time where he's allowed to just sing. Hold, hold on, I'm going to no, sing No, no, he goes and he bit. records these songs, Pat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And at the yeah. end of the show, he performs them. He performs the yeah. songs in. He would have done yeah. Take My Breath Away for yeah. sure. That's the way you do it. You get your money for nothing and your chicks for free. He would have been Sting on that song, like the way Sting sings on that uh, Dire Straits song. <laughs> we got some install microwave. We got to install microwave ovens. Right? This is the best. Look, if you knew how tired I was from this live show and the idea that I'm coming over. So thank you. Somebody in the chat said, uh, they want to hear him do "Small Town Boy" by "Small Town Boy" by Bronski Beat. Oh run yeah! Run away, turn away, run away, turn away, run away. She's got legs. She knows how to use them. <laughs> <laughs> he would be. He would do those ZZ Top songs. Everybody's crazy about a shop dressed man. Like, thank you. you want to do it? 
Yeah, he do. Uh, I would say he would do more like uh, do whist- cr- whistling tunes we had in the dunes of the seaside. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Whistling tunes we're kissing baboons in the jungle. It's a wonder. If looks could kill, they probably will. In games without frontiers. <laughs> Born without ears. He would get it wrong. Yeah. Born yeah. without oh, ears. Just like that in that yeah. part. He would be in Power Station, right? Oh, God, yes. I want to justify. Are you going to do it? Feel the heat. Oh the, I could do this all night. When, okay, so let's move into the 90s. He's still alive. What's he doing? I'm too sexy for myself. <laughs> too sexy for my love. Love's going to get me. I touch myself. He would need have moral reasons not to oh, do that. Oh, he's like, I'm not going to do that one. Yeah. Thank you. Another one. This means nothing to me. Oh, Vienna. <laughs> Proclaimers, he'd probably do proclaim. Oh, 100%. I would walk 500 miles. Who are these two weirdos with the glasses? Stop staring Nerds. at me. You're spooking me out a little bit. Yeah, this is the best. Um, be uh, at home painting pictures with him on top. Lemon yellow sky, lemon yellow sun. Yeah, he would do Jeremy. God. Jeremy Spoke. I don't dig the video those guys did for that one, man. It's a little too bleak. Is Jeremy in the audience tonight? Yeah. Oh, here's one somebody wants to hear. Be like, uh, let me think of a way. To, let me think of the way to do it. It'd be like, uh, how would he do it? He'd be like, uh, hold on, Karma Police. Hold on, you don't say it. Don't say it. I'm trying to get there. Okay. I'm trying to get there. What would it be? It would be uh, not Karma Police. I could picture him doing. What would be? A, what would be? He would do a uh, paranoid android. Yeah. How's that start off again? It's like he, he when do I the... am king. Like he'll say that when I'm king. <laughs> when I am king, I'm king, you will be first against the wall. He'd have the horns and that boom, 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 yeah. boom, 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 like section. Boom. Like, a, like a real, like, yeah. like those, like, brassy oh, yeah. things, yeah. Oh, cool kitties, oh, your little kitty. <laughs> yeah. This is this is the way it would go. Oh, my God. We got to get that going. I feel like, has anybody ever, are we, are we doing something a million people have done by no. doing this? I don't think anybody's I've ever never touched heard on this. this. I want to bleep you like an animal. <laughs> right? Oh my God. <laughs> Mike, what do you want to hear Elvis do? <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm still, uh, while you guys were yucking it up out in L.A. And Jesus. Pat was ex- exploring Spain. While you guys wow. were, yeah. Okay, right. who, who was holding it Your down? Your boy almost ended up in a dumpster last night. What? <laughs> this is, what? Oh, okay. no. You, my boy almost ended up in a dumpster. What happened? My boy almost ended up in a dumpster. So I went to my lo- local establishment to catch First the of all, I just want to say, well, Jersey, you guys were all Tom- yucking it yeah, up out Jesus in L.A. I love the... <laughs> All you have to do is fly um, out here and book a room at the Safari Inn. Yeah, Mike, they're expecting you. 
<laughs> They've kept that room open for you the whole the time. The mic room. <laughs> yeah. So, so you uh, you went to go check out who now? No, I went to watch the uh, Giants game. Uh, our boy, our new boy, uh, Tommy Cutlets. Are you following the the Rocky story out of Jersey? He's the new quarterback. What is it? Yeah, he's the new quarterback, and he's won a few games in a row. Mm-hmm. He's got an agent who looks like he's out of Central Casting from a '40s gangster movie. I got to look at this guy. What's his <laughs> name? Yeah, uh, uh, just look up uh, Tommy Cutlets. <laughs> Tommy DeVito's agent. Oh, he was look up Tommy DeVito's agent. Okay. So we were having a good time with the game. They won an un- unexpectedly. Uh huh. So and I met a couple. Tom- of- oh, look at this guy. <laughs> this guy is on the sidelines. He's in a pinstripe suit. Can you pull up a picture of Tommy DeVito's agent, Sean Stellato? <laughs> on the sideline, on a cell phone. Yeah. You dirty rat. <laughs> You're going to sign my player to a multi-year deal. No cut contracts, eh? Uh-huh. Yeah, this guy. First of all, you don't let your agent on the sideline. <laughs> One thing. First thing you do. You don't have Tommy. You don't have Sean Stiletto kissing Papa John. <laughs> so you go Actually, to the, you go to the your local place, your mm-hmm. local watering hole to watch what now? The Giants play who? They played the Green Bay Packers last night. They played the Green Bay Packers, the pride of Lambeau Field. So how <laughs> did that game go? They were expected to lose. The Giants uh, were? They ended up winning the game in the last seconds with a field goal. It was an exciting game. Mm-hmm. You get a little, you get some thrills now. It's exciting. Got some thrills. And then uh, a couple gents across the bar. Yeah, didn't know them. Uh, bought around for you know the few people that were still in the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thanked him later by returning the favor, and we were getting along great. You know, he 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 was from Russia, Bruce, Bruce from Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, does that make him a, a proxy enemy since we're at proxy war with Russia? I don't know. Oh, Mike, I Dude. don't know. But one thing I do know is one of the differences between Russia and the U.S. is in the U.S. We watch television. In Russia, television watches you. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I thought we were all having Greatest a good response. old time. Yeah. Mike just goes, yeah, and then moves. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is literally, I do my Yakov Smirno joke. Mike goes, yeah. So, I go when I do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like barely like just trying to power through. Yeah. So I uh, uh okay, so you go. We're and... all lifting our glasses or yelling Nostrovia. I think that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. We're having a good old time. Uh yeah. and then uh as I'm leaving, I heard that uh these guys didn't tip. So uh, here we I go. I went into uh beast mode. <laughs> you told them to tip. Well, they, they they were outside already, so I didn't yeah. know if I was going to catch him in the parking lot or not. So uh, sure enough, I do, and I call them. I call them over. I say, "Hey, you know, uh, you didn't tip." And uh, Bruce was Bruce was cool with it because I guess he was the guilty party. Mm-hmm. I didn't. It was two guys, and I guess they they did separate separate bills. Yeah. 
So, but the other one gets in my face, and he's a big, he's a big dude. Yeah, bigger than me. Yeah, he's got a, a Duck Dynasty beard. Yeah, he's got that beard energy going. Yeah, and he gets right in my face, and he and he's telling me he didn't like me calling him out like that. Mm-hmm. I said, "Well, did you tip?" He said, "Yeah." Well, I said, "I don't have a problem with you then, you know," but he's like, "I don't like you calling me out like that." And he's getting very close to me. There's a yeah. big dumpster in the park. I'm and he's drunk. Re- yeah. Well, here's the thing. He kept using this line. He, he must have said it at least three times. Yeah. Again, this guy's bigger than me. Mm-hmm. He's about 20 years younger than me. Yeah. And he's telling me, it's a good thing I was drinking tonight. Because so otherwise guess, he would have knocked you, knocked yeah, you sideways. Yeah, he, he would have plastered me if he wasn't yeah. drinking. I, I think he could have done a good job in an inebriated state. He was, like I said, substantially larger than me. Mm-hmm. So we're having this little conversation while Bruce goes in and, you know, he, he tips the bartenders. I shake his hand when he comes back. Mm-hmm. But, the, you know, this guy's still enraged. Yeah. And I'm like, am, am I going to end up in a dumpster? Yeah. Am I going to go out Jack Nance style? <laughs> you know, because, you know, I, I, you know, I try to get these guys to do the right thing. Yeah. If, if you don't have the money to tip, don't go out. That's you know simple, yeah. simple enough rule rule to live by. Yeah. So then you know like I guess they were staying at there's a there's a motel across the street. Mm-hmm. So they start walking over there. I, I walk to my car. He's standing in the middle of the road yelling something. At I you? couldn't hear what he was saying. So I wanted to have the parting shot. So I mm-hmm. roll down the window and I go, "Don't be scum." You nailed him, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. You won. Yeah, I did. And then you hit him with your car. <laughs> no, you didn't. Mike no. didn't. Mike hit him no. with his words. No. Hurts yeah. more than any car. Yeah. yeah. Don't be scum. <laughs> Mike. I love I it. never. Yeah. yeah. The word hero gets thrown around a lot during these uh, <laughs> these times. Yeah. But I'm just going to say this. You're a hero for that, and you're my hero. Don't be Thank scum. You. That's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. And you just then you just gunned it as you drove oh, away. Yeah, I got, got the hell out of as fast as you he humanly jumped on could. The car. Yeah, <laughs> this is probably how I would have handled it. I would have said when Bruce came back, I would have said, "Bruce, like I tipped, I tipped." And you go, "Good job, Bruce, you tipped." Now take your gorilla with you <laughs> before I uh, punch him one. in the face. Uh huh. Yeah. Who let this gorilla off its leash? <laughs> Yeah. You should also say and the other thing around these parts, we have permits. You got to keep mm-hmm. your gorilla on a leash. <laughs> <laughs> and then what you do is you run as fast as you humanly can to your car. And then you say, don't be scum. Yeah. Don't be scum. That sounds like somebody is back in full catchphrase mode. <laughs> Somebody's looking to rebrand. This is. One of this is the content bros, the content bros in their full glory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Looks like some don't be scum shirts might be coming soon. <laughs> I'm serious. What would you, would you do? Don't be scum shirts. Uh, I was thinking hats, but yeah, shirts would be good too. Hats, shirts. What about the double sided tea uh, towels? Shirt? A double sided shirt. It says "Don't be scum." What What would you put on the back? B A P Mike. 
Yeah, it should be that. spelled out like Frankie say relax. <laughs> yeah, don't be scum. Uh-huh. I love that. That is one of the best uh that's a great story, Mike. Yeah. And you showed your true colors with it. The and hero I didn't end up in a dumpster. And you didn't end up in the dumpster. <laughs> the hero always I, I comes swear through. I thought I was going there. I thought this is it. I'm, I'm gonna going be in a in dumpster, dumpster. Yeah. In, a, in a park and <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's amazing. Mike, thank you for that story. Pat, I'm glad you're back. Jason, thank you for your kind words. Everybody's doing great. Horsemen, stand down and stand by. Everybody, I want to tell you all about the Best Show Patreon. Now, what goes on over at the Best Show Patreon? Well, you're going to have to listen to me to find out. Patreon.com slash the best show. Now, over on the Patreon, what do we have? Ad-free episodes. We have bonus content like nobody's business. Every Sunday, a new piece of bonus content goes up. Ruben asked the the uh, the four of us reviewing every record in the Rick Rubin oeuvre. Meet my friends. The friends is coming back. We got a bunch of new ones are up there. More new ones are coming in January. Ask Tom. Sharpling and Worcester Q&A. New Four Horsemen coming in a week or so. And make Mike Marvel the Z-Man edition. If everybody followed the trial of Z-Man, this is the aftermath uh, of that. It's Zach Walliner as the temporary slash current host. Who knows? Maybe permanent host. I don't know of make mike marvel they did an episode apparently it's 11 hours long from what i'm being told i think they're still recording it right now actually um you can check that out um over on the patreon sorry i said um twice bad linguistics from your guy tom patreon.com slash the best show and John Gentle show coming in January. Can't wait for that. Let's go to the phones. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new office hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash officehourslive. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. <laughs> Hello, Best Show. Hello? Hello? Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. Who's this? This is Vanyan. Vanyan! (gasps) My favorite caller. How are you, Vanyan? I'm good. Now, Vanyan, I saw the class picture you 
took wearing your best show t-shirt? Yeah. That was very cool. Thank you for that. Yeah. Okay. I love the shirt. Uh, thank you. It's a high quality shirt. Vanyan, what's going on this December? What do you got? What 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 what's happening? Um I got some things. Uh I yeah. wanna ask you a question. Yeah, what do you want to ask me? I wanna ask you. Are you like in charge of who you like interview? Yeah. Why, why, why do you ask, right. Vanyan? Is there someone you want to hear interviewed I, on the show? Yeah. I want you to interview Charles Martinet. Who? Charles Martinet. Charles Martinet. Who is Charles Martinet? He is, um, he is the voice of Super Mario. I'll talk to Charles Martinet. What's he sound yeah. like? So he he quit, and he, I yeah. need I need you to on on the show. I need you to convince him to go back to voicing Mario. Who's currently voicing Mario? I don't know. Some guy. Some He's dude like in his twenties. Some dude in his twenties. Yeah. yeah, I don't like it. From the Super Mario movie? No, like in the game. In the game. So he does the voice in the games. Charles Martinet. Yes. Well, I think it's time yeah, we get Charles. But he quit. Best show staff, this is a top priority. We need to get Charles Martinet on the show. Vanian, will you help interview him with me? Um, because it might help. It might help if a child says, "This is what I wanted." Let's rehearse this. Please, Mister Martinet, return. Please, Mister Martinet, do the voice of Mario again. Say that. Please, uh, please, Mister Martinet, please do the voice of Mario again. But say it more like a little kid, because you're. Please, Mister Martinet. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Try to sound younger. Okay. Um, please, Mr. Martinet. Keep going. Please go back to voicing Super Mario. Look, I'll say this. If we can get this dude on the line and you do that, he'll be back. Wait, that and they just put All a right. picture up of some new guy who does the voice of Mario. I don't like it. I don't like yeah. it. Seems like the guy that would... Me neither. Seems, that guy that doesn't look like a, a, a voice of Super Mario. Looks like somebody would step on your foot at a LCD sound system show and not <laughs> apologize. 
What kind of music yeah. do you like, Vanyan? I like jazz and rock. What kind of jazz do you like? Um, Train. Bacon. Bacon? <laughs> What's that mean? You never heard of bacon jazz? Bacon, I have not heard of bacon jazz. Oh, you should uh, check it out sometime. Um, you th- remember the last time I called when I said I was in a band with Ed Sheeran. That's right, yeah. Well, uh, last Wednesday. Uh, yeah, what happened? I kind of quit. You quit the band you were in with Ed Sheeran. Yeah, it was actually pretty crazy how it happened. How did so, that happen? Um, we were uh, we were performing at a Chick Fil A, and um, so we were getting our um, we were getting our like gear ready to perform there at the Chick Fil A, mm-hmm. and and then we 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 forgot the amp. Um, okay. for um the ACDC record we are gonna play. So, um, he Ed Sheeran told me, uh, to um to go get it, and to I go, said no to go get the amp, and you refused to get the amp. Yes. Yeah, so then he asked me again, like in a mad tone, like, "Hey, to, we're playing uh, this Chick Fil A. We amp. need that amp." Yeah, and then I said no again. Mm-hmm. And so he's like angry. He's like he's like um he's balling up his fists and he's like he's like really like comically angry. Mm-hmm. And then he he sprints at me. He sprints at me. So then I um I move to the side, I dodge, and then he and he and then he like throws himself. He bursts through the wall of the Chick Fil A. So he's on the ground, and then he he gets back up. He and he's even like more mad, which would like seem like impossible because of how mad he was. Wow, that's really so, troubling. So he got so mad at you because he tried to tackle you and missed. Yeah, and then he burst through a wall. And then, um, so he got up, and then, um, he, but then something, the ceiling was, like, rumbling, and, like, but then, like, a huge hole was made. Something burst through the ceiling, and it was none other than a comically buff. Matt Damon. Then, and then you're living a very exciting life here. Yeah, so he, he could like fly, and it was comically buff. He's comically buff. He picked comically buff. So and he, he can fly. Up, he yes. So he picked up who? 
Matt Damon drink uh Matt Mountain Dew. Uh so um he picks up Ed Sheeran. He is like in and he says violence is never the answer. And never then he is the throws answer. Ed Sheeran into the sun. Never to be seen again. So he said violence is never the answer and then but then launches Ed Sheeran at the sun. Yeah. Sounds like he didn't take his own uh, his own wisdom. Seems like violence was the answer for uh, this comically buff Matt Damon. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what Mountain Dew do will do to you. That's what they mean when they say "do the do." Yep. You know what I like to do, Vanyan? I like to take a bottle of Mountain Dew, I pour pour right into the turlet. I cut out the middleman. I dip uh, fries in Mountain Dew. You do? How do they taste? Yeah. I mean, I mean, since I died from it, I, but I can't say it was bad. So you died from it, but other than that, it was it's not bad. Yeah. Tell us more about this dying from eating. French fries dipped in Mountain Dew. Well, they were soggy French fries. It wasn't even because of the taste. The taste was good, but the fries were soggy. So then I just, my whole body deflated. And now it's just deformed on the ground. Sure. I don't have my own grave. Nobody found me. Nobody found you. Yeah, actually, people are, are people thought it was like a balloon, unflayed balloon. Yeah. So I'm um, um, I'm on the racks of the um the target. I'm on the target racks. I'm for sale. I'm I'm thirteen dollars. Vanyan, I didn't think I would ever say this, but I'm about to. I'm done doing the best show. You're the new host. Why? Because I want you to be the host. Well, who am I gonna who am I gonna talk to? I'll call you. I'll be the Vanyan of your show. What do you think about that? I don't know. Oh, you don't know. I just offered you yeah. the greatest opportunity of your life. You're the new host of the best show. And yet you, yet you're, you're not grabbing the bull by the horns. Yeah. I, um, I feel like I only get to actually have a conversation with one caller because from what you put up with, I feel like I'd gomp everybody else. Right. Yeah. But the thing is, Vanyan, if you gump everybody, you don't eventually find a great caller like Vanyan. Yeah. Thanks for the call, my friend. All right. Bye bye. Goodbye. Happy-, Happy holidays to you, too. Horseman, reconvene, please, for one second.
I'm here. Mike's here. Oh. Tell me. I'm here. In all the years of the best show, mm-hmm. has there ever been a better caller? He's too good. I think he's too good. Too good. You think it's a problem, I actually? I go all the way back to Petey. Petey's not fit to carry Vanian's jock. I don't think it's a problem. I'm just really shocked by the kid uh-huh. because for a while there, when I would I would listen to Vanian, I would be like, his dad's got to be feeding him lines. No, but this kid is out on his own with yeah, that stuff. His speed is he's got it. He told just told us a story about how. He died from drinking Mountain Dew, mm-hmm. and his deflated body is on sale at Target. Is that what he said? Yeah, I think he for said. For $13? It's a good deal. What is this? Uh, 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 what do we got? Uh, uh, a young uh, Robin Hitchcock here? <laughs> young Sid Barrett? This kid's the most psychedelic uh, uh, performer I've ever come across. Viva Banyan. Viva Banyan. Hello, Best Show. Hi, this is London from Chicago. London, how are you? I'm great, Tom. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. To what do I owe the pleasure of this call, London? Well, I have something for the topic tonight about Christmas gifts. Okay. What do you what do you got for okay. that? So I have my dad, who is a very eccentric person who I'm not terribly close with. And I usually get him the same thing every year, which is a, a record. But last time I saw him, I asked how it was going listening to all the new records, and he said he didn't know where the record player was. Okay. So, he didn't know where the record on. player was. He didn't know where it was. How's that possible? It's no, a, it's a record player. It's not. You're not looking for a matchbook. <laughs> I have no idea. But I ended up sending him gifts every holiday. I sent him records for the past like five years. And they're just sitting on a shelf somewhere because he can't find his record player. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty much. Yep. So we got we got to branch out, Tom. What are we going to do? What, what what kind of stuff is your dad interested in? Let's see. He is a form. Okay. When you picture him, picture like a 1970s truck driver because that's who he was. Okay. So he got really into cassette tapes of like Bob Marley, the Grateful Dead. And he came up with all these crazy stories of all these things that he's done that as an adult, I look back and I think there's, there's absolutely no way any of these are true. So that's who we're talking about here. Like the timeline just doesn't work. Mm, or it's just so out there that only a kid, <laughs> only a kid can actually believe things to be true. Mm-hmm. Now, what what do you think? What 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 area do you, are you looking for? You looking to pick? So you're looking to pick a present out for your dad. 
Mm-hmm. What, are, what are we thinking? Why, why does he like books? Does he like books? Hmm. Well, he he's dyslexic. Books are out. Okay. Unfortunately, I would get him your book. Get him the audio <laughs> of it. Get him a, a, a subscription to Audible or something. Get him the audio book. Yeah, we could do that. We can do that for sure. He'll like the book, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Although I don't know if he knows who you are. Well, he'll know after but, he listens to eight hours of me talking. Yeah, he'll know a lot about you by the end of this. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll get there. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him my book. I, that sounds like a real cop out, but that sounds like what he would. He uh, sounds like something he could roll with. Okay, that sounds like an. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. I actually didn't mean to do that one. It happens sometimes. It happens. Hello, best show. Hey, Tom, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Jeffrey in Birmingham, Alabama. Jeffrey, how's it going tonight? It's going good. First of all, congratulations on your Zebulon show. Thank you. Thank you. You are did in it, Birmingham. Did it get to a you sellout? Out there. It sold out, yeah. Uh, yeah. Congratulations. It, Fantastic. It kind of sold out. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of well, sold I, out. Well, I, I know the last time I listened, there was like six tickets left or something like that. So I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. All gone. I'm tired from the show, though, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, I'm so tired from it. It was a rough one in terms of just like the physical toll. I'm just tired. It was a lot of prep getting ready for yeah. it and. But we done did it, and now it uh, it's done, and everybody had a fun time, and well, la di da, as John Lydon would say to Tom Snyder. <laughs> to, I, I also wanted to talk. Oh, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. Go, no, no, go ahead, Jeffrey. No, no. I was going to say that uh, uh, the 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 young man who had called in. Um, I, I've also noticed Tom that you know you. You're so good with young people, and I was curious, have you ever thought about getting a grant or something and setting up like a Dave Eggers situation to do, you know, to teach young people about broadcast? Because you're just so patient and wonderful with them. I'm just curious. Tell me more about this grant. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, you would just have to find the right kind of grant, but I'm sure that there's something out there that would, you know, for, for especially to set up something for young folks to, 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 to do something. I mean, people set up things all the time for writing centers and education and community and things like that. I think, I think you doing it would be, would be a really wonderful thing. Well, I appreciate that. I do feel like I need to get, uh, and this might sound like it's counter to the mission uh, that you're proposing. A pile mm-hmm. of money to do this. Yes. <laughs> I need yes. a pile of money. Well, that's that's why we could go out and get that grant for you. That 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 would that would hopefully. How big of a grant did Dave Eggers? What did Dave Eggers? What kind of grant did I, Dave Eggers get? I don't know. He's he's been doing it so long. I think the the Valencia, whatever it is, Valencia like 
783 writing mm-hmm. centers. He's been doing it so long. I, I, I guess I don't know if you're connected with those type of people that they would be able to give nah, you better information smart. than me. Those people are smart. Those McSweeney's <laughs> people want nothing to do with me. We think I'm going to go to McSweeney's. And... I doubt that. <laughs> you don't think I, you would? You think I'm? You think I can hang with those dorks? Absolutely. Blow them away, man. Yeah, well, you're very sweet to say that. I don't know if I could hang with them. They're all eggheads, and I'm no pun intended with Dave Eggers, and uh, I'm more of a lunch pal guy, a slob, not a snob. My education caps out at a very <laughs> low point. I can't tell you. There's a lot of things, Jeffrey, I know nothing about. The things that these educated folks know about, I don't know two things about them. When people talk about, like, philosophers, I'm like, ah, oh, yes. The wisdom. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> All I'm thinking about is House of Villains. I'm wondering what's going to happen on House of Villains. <laughs> or the Golden uh, Bachelor. Yes. You know, oh, or... Nietzsche. They mentioned Nietzsche. And I'm like, ah, oh, yes, Nietzsche. <laughs> The philosophies of Nietzsche are very important. And meanwhile, I'm just wondering, it's just like, well, yeah, I wonder if uh, Bobby Bananas is going to win, the Johnny Bananas is going to win this whole thing. <laughs> Johnny Fairplay, well, I'm, right I'm like, Johnny you. Fairplay's starting to fade a little bit, but he still he can't, can't ever count Johnny Fairplay out. <laughs> meanwhile, people were talking about Schopenhauer. Is that one of these philosophers? Schopenhauer? <laughs> Possibly. You you got me. (laughs) This is the kind of stuff when AP Mike talks about these guys, I glaze over a little bit, not because he's boring, but because I have no idea what he's talking about. And I go, ah, yes. (laughs) As, as well, you, you, it, it sounds like that's what we also learn here in the South is just like you just very kindly. If someone gets into a topic that you don't know about, you go, oh, yes. You know, and just sort of nod and go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how I have to be. I don't know anything about these things. Like, like who are other ones? Mike, Pat, Jason, who are other ones of these egghead uh, philosophers and stuff? Egghead philosophers. Like, you don't mean people present day. You mean, like when you were just talking about like Nietzsche and all these guys, right? Nietzsche, Someone else yeah, like exactly. That. All of those people. There's other ones. I know there's other ones. Kierkegaard. Kierkegaard. Woody Allen would always mention him. I just started watching Bananas. In the Kierkegaard. <laughs> and one of the great things <laughs> yeah. about Woody Allen was he kind of proved that he's an, an, a nitwit. He's not very smart. He would make these references. Did you ever see the interview with him and Twiggy? He's like, back in the 60s, he's trying to make Twiggy look stupid. It's a great one. I got to find this. Because Twiggy torches him. Uh, it's it's hilarious. Let's see. We go driving on a Saturday night. You there in the <laughs> Let's see. You're having a fun time there, aren't you, Jeffrey? I love it. I love it, Tom. That's a great show. The Elvis stuff was killing me earlier. Yeah. 
So here's this clip is called Twiggy, the model from the sixties, putting Woody Allen in his place. And Woody Allen is interviewing Twiggy here, and he's he's pulling this fake phony baloney uh, smart guy routine, and he don't know anything he's talking about. Get ready. What are your views on serious matters? Well, I don't know. Who's your favorite philosopher? I haven't got one. I don't know. I think. Who's yours? Oh, I, you know, I, I like, I like them all. Who? Well, all your basic philosophers. Who? I, I, just all of them. I, I don't know their names. I wouldn't know. Oh, it's uh, just a host of them. You. You hear? You hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite philosopher? Who's yours? Oh, uh, yeah, all of them. Uh-oh. Oh, you like all oh, of them. <laughs> you like all the philosophers. That's how. Oh, there's just so many. It's like the worst bar pickup ever. Um... I want to talk to you about serious <laughs> matters. And that that New York accent. What are you? What are you? Uh, 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 Leo Gorsi. Right, Mike? Mike? Right, Mike? Bowery Boys. What are you, uh, Satch? <laughs> when you were a kid, Mike, did you think uh, Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick looked like Satch? Yes. Right? Yeah, did you ever, did good... you ever, did that ever cross your mind as a child? I wondered if they were cousins, maybe. Yeah. Did he really, really? Because I, lo- I would stare at Budokan and be like, looks like the guy from uh, Bowery Boys. I had a lot of free time back then. They were on every Sunday, right? The Bowery Boys was this questionable of quality show about (laughs) these New York hoodlums, lovable hoodlums. And anytime there was a rained out baseball game, you'd either get Abbott and Costello meet the werewolf or the Bowery Boys. Jeffrey? Yes. Thank you for the call. Thank you, Tom. And you have a wonderful evening tonight. You have a wonderful evening. I like that. I like that. The bow- Now they just showed a thing. The Bowery Balls, the Bowery Boys meet the monsters. <laughs> and these are all just like off market. There's a robot. There's like a, a gorilla. I just watched this. What? I had it. TCM had it on during uh, October. You what know? happened? You couldn't find your remote. <laughs> no, it was like it was, it was taking a stroll down memory lane. You uh-huh. know, I used to watch it Sunday mornings. We'd get back from church. The Bowery Boys were on. And how was that one? Uh, it's not that good. We'd get back from church, then you'd be like, "Oh, it's Bowery Boys time." Yeah, you're all fill up with the filled up with the body of Christ, right? You're ready to. You jump right in the gutter. <laughs> Best and worst parts of church. What are they? Best. Peace of Christ. Oh, can... Peace be with you. 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 It's kind of the religion equivalent of good game. Good game. Good yeah. game. Good game. <laughs> And then the worst part to me 
was the first one of those dumb songs. Through him, with him, in him. <laughs> yeah, whenever the priest had to sing, right? What's that? Whenever the priest had to sing. I hated when the priest sang, and I really hated that opening joke that the priest would try to make. Mm-hmm. To be just like when he would do his sermon, and it would be some kind of joke. And you're just like, this is not what humor is and it would just start staring at the glass the stained glass and be just like <laughs> that's violent <laughs> just staring at that uh, it's just sort of thing about action movies i i once tried to remember an entire episode of ren and stimpy like moment by moment i had just watched it that morning and i was so bored in church i was like okay brain let's just try to think back to that ren and stimpy and think about every single thing that happened. So I just like sat there for like 20 minutes trying so to. You're in church. Through. You're in yeah. church. Think, trying to see if you can recall visually, an episode of Ren and Stimpy. Visually and also the dialogue, just every single thing that happened. So I, so I could, cause I was so desperate to pass this time yeah. in church. I've, Pat, I've done very similar things where I would be like, I have a half hour to go. Let me think yeah. about a, a, a episode of a sitcom and see if I can right. play it in real time through my in real head. Time. I was, yeah. I was just trying to, to replay burn, in real time. To burn the clock. Exactly. I, did the, I, I went through most of a sermon like that one. And was there any and... worse moment when the when you weren't able to go up and receive the whatever, the body of Christ? And then you had the to like the Eucharist, and you had to like let the people go through the row <laughs> past you, and you just have to like well, kind of like lean back so they can climb over you. My dad always had us sit in the section that was like extra wide, like in the gap we could call it, like between rows where there was like a large gap. And in our church, in our parish, we had there was no um, barrier between the, the gap, like in the, in the final pew. So that, that meant, which was my dad's fa- least favorite part and probably mine, um, kneeling, the part where you had to kneel was probably my least favorite part. But the kneeling your- is when you had to kneel, first of all, I, has the technology been updated in church that it's more than just a, a mounted bench with two inch no, li- no. two inches off the ground with padding my last uh barely no. any padding I, yeah, that's I the would, way it is they're not noticed, helping uh, their case they they want everybody to go to church and these old people are going that's the only people showing up they can't even pad those things out a little better but yeah. but my dad found a loophole the old that. knees there was the yeah. There was the one section of the of the church that didn't have a kneel down part mm-hmm. because they it was like in that gap. So there was no area to kneel. And he was so he always had to sit there. And I asked him one day, I was like, why do we always sit here? He's like, I don't like kneeling. And that mm-hmm. was it. Like we just Yeah. He, we sat there because he didn't want to kneel. Yeah. I also found a loophole was that I didn't go to church. Yeah. <laughs> it would keep me from <laughs> once kneeling. I was of age. Uh-huh. I'm yeah. still in that loop. You notice how yeah. Jason isn't talking on this? He's very offended. Guys, by a lot well, first of this. off, I was Methodist. 
He's very growing up. So I, we didn't have any of the. What's that mean? We didn't have any benches. We basically you got dunked just, in a river. Uh, no, no rivers. No, we just it was <laughs> Methodist. Where they hold the thing? A roller rink? I was at a roller rink. Yeah, um, I truly. I just it just always seemed like everybody else got a Jesus. better deal. It always seemed like every other, every other thing under uh, Christianity got an infinitely better deal than yeah. than the be the old RC showing up to that nightmare. It was a lot of singing. And the uh, church organ, the speakers in the church were busted. So anytime the organist played, it sounded like a Deep Purple concert. And then we'd be done and we'd go to the fellowship hall and just eat a ton of fried chicken. And that was it. Well, sounds like somebody figured out religion. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. Now, someone in the chat asked snake handling, and I never did snake handling, but a lot of my friends did the... The tongues and the snake handling, so cool. really, yeah, cool. That sounds amazing. Yeah, um, and then fried chicken afterwards, and then fried chicken afterwards for very. That's how church for you works. and the snakes. Oh, the snakes love it. Snakes love fried chicken. Oh, you you get them started. Yeah, well, you don't get them started. Look, I think it's important. I think what we figured out, we all need to start going back to church. <laughs> I need church reports. From all four horsemen, except me. Um, Mike, I need you back at Mass. Pat, back at Mass. I'll be back there in in a week and a half. It's always a great, yeah, for your one uh, Christmas appearance. That thing where you go back, you're like, I'm back. I'll see you in Easter. Maybe, (laughs) maybe just next Christmas. Um, I look at it as this thing. Next time you see me here, I'm in a box. Oh, God. (laughs) That's the next time you see me at church. I'm in a box. And I didn't want to be in the box. I didn't want to go to church. This is what I want. I said I was going to do my will on the show. I'm going to start it now because we have a very exciting segment coming up. We actually have a legend on the show. Usually, and again, the guests on the show are usually one's worse than the next. We finally got a great guest. It had to happen one of these days. Um, We're going to have my body... Dave, Dave and Busters. I want to take into Dave and Busters. <laughs> it's the first part of my will that has been Are determined. Are you in coffin or out? Or do we like put you up on ski ball? I'm in coffin. I'm in the coffin. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm in the coffin. All right. Well, thank you for this. Let's uh, horseman stand down and stand by. And who's the caller here again? Is it Jeffrey? Yes, I, Jeffrey. I you thank ran. You, so much. you you did you did good tonight, Jeffrey. You did good. Thanks for the call. Where are we at uh, with this next uh, segment? I think we're good to go. Are we ready? All right. Well, let me just yeah. say this. Yes, we're good. As I said before, so many of the times we get guests on these shows, and it's it's just one's worse than the next. You don't even know who these people are. I have to pretend, oh, yeah, of course, I'm a huge fan. I love everything. And meanwhile, I'm just like, then I go and look who they are. They didn't do anything. We had a guy on who who watched the nathan's hot dog eating contest 
That was one of the best guests we've had. Not even was in it, watched it. But tonight, the streak of losing is over because we have, this is a five-star guest we have on the show tonight. Five stars. This is a legend. It's a, a somebody who's very exciting. We've I've been a fan of for a very long time. And it's a thrill to welcome to the best show, the one and only Steve-O. How are you <laughs> doing tonight? You I'm good? very well, thank you. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, I like- thanks for having me on. Like, what, what, uh, what an exciting intro. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's, it's going to only go downhill from there, so I hope you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, and apologies for uh, my girl's got her Roomba, like, cruising around. That's fine. And uh, it can't sound great on the broadcast. <laughs> I, I think Zoom might be filtering it out. Zoom actually does pretty good with that stuff. But <laughs> you don't, Steve O, you don't worry about, you got a Roomba, that's Steve O's Roomba, and we allow it. <laughs> anybody these other people we hang up on them now one thing the first thing i've wanted to always ask you and now i'm going to get my chance please tell me about clown college i've always heard this thing okay. as a concept clown college. oh steve i went to clown college what where was it how what how does it how do you sign up for clown college how do you graduate from clown college okay um clown college was technically called ringling brothers and barnum and bailey clown college okay um a more apt title for it would have been uh clown boot camp okay because um, you know it happened over the course of just like 8 weeks um in order to okay the the um, actual uh you know i suppose the the the, the, the whole uh, operation happened in sarasota florida which is um notorious for uh being a a, a, a community for circus freaks and stuff there was a point when it was in Venice, Florida. There was also a point when it was in Baraboo, Wisconsin. But when I went, it was in Sarasota, Florida. Um, it uh, it started in I think 1968. Okay. Because um, you know the, the, the circus uh, had had like real problem, like a real problem with the big top catching fire. A bunch of people died, and it wasn't good for the business of the circus. Um, they uh, were, were desperate. They sold it. And this guy who bought the circus, his name is Irvin Feld, um, bought it in like 1968 and saw that the average age of the clowns was like dude, dudes in their 50s. Like, um, <laughs> and, 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 and no, no real, like no path towards getting new clowns. Sure. You know? And so, so he thought that it was a necessity we got a way. We have to find a way to um, to train uh, and recruit uh, clown talent. So that's mm-hmm. why. That's how it was started. Okay. They, um, they moved the circus into arenas, so the fires were no longer a concern. Um, okay. The, uh, this, the the business for the the business of the circus got better and better, and so then what they did was they. Uh, divided it into two. So you had the red unit and the blue unit, meaning that at any given point in time, 
the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus was in two different places. Okay. And each each of these units did uh, fifty cities, and then after the year they would switch. So, and the point being that every year the the circus was in one hundred cities in the U.S. Okay. And importantly, they had auditions for Clown College in every one of those 100 cities. It was just part of the deal. The circus cut to town. The uh, the clowns would, would, would get to the town in advance of the circus to promote. They would have an audition for Clown College. Okay. What was special, what was special about the audition for Clown College was that you had to audition in order to even get an application. And at the audition, um, you know, they, they, they made you do like kind of weird stuff, which was designed to weed out people with inhibitions. Um, when, when you got the application at the end of the audition, they were like, if you don't want to like work 50 of 52 weeks a year, live in a box on a train that measures six by three, <laughs> like six feet by three feet and, and, and get paid and, and get paid like I think at the time I don't, I don't know if it was two hundred and forty five bucks per week or three hundred and twenty but it was not a big pain. Sure. Thing. Plus you had you had to pay for all your own meals and, and everything. You know, like, yeah. And they were like, if if you don't, if if you're not passionate about this thing, don't even bother filling out the, they they kind of just like try to paint it as hell and yeah, try and, to weed uh, weeding out the uh, weeding out the wishy washy people. Right, right, and uh, the the application itself was eight pages long, <laughs> with like very personal questions, like when is the last time you cried and why, like what drugs have you ever done? Um, it was pretty wild, and and they had like kind of intimidated me. Well, at um, that point, at that point, you might have had to ask for a ninth page for that question. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, that no no doubt. Um, but, uh, you know, about two weeks after the audition, um, I got a phone call saying that they were eagerly anticipating my, uh, my application <laughs> and, um, and so, yeah, off I went, man. And, um, it was wild, dude. It was a really wild, awesome thing. I, I, I went to the audition because I thought that a diploma from clown college would further my goal of becoming a crazy famous stuntman. Mm -hmm. And uh, by the time I got there and got through it, like I had genuinely fallen in love with the idea of being in the circus. Wow. But, wow. Um, but I was not, Oh, and um, this is the best part about it. Of thousands of applicants. Um, I would say, I mean, I don't know thousands yeah um probably there were about 60 people at my audition so call it 4 30 or 40 times mm -hmm. uh i don't know but um yeah only 33 clowns got in so it was statistically harder to get into clown <laughs> college than harvard <laughs> well the ringling and, brothers uh, is the harvard of clown colleges also Right. 
Absolutely. Um, so it was very prestigious. It was a big deal. Um, the, the thing about it too, they wanted equal opportunity for people to run away with the circus. They didn't want a big barrier for entry. Mm-hmm. So there was no tuition for clown college okay. and the whole operation served as a, like a big tax write-off for the circus. Okay. So they spared no expense mm-hmm. and, um, yeah. And, and, and 33 got in only 10 clowns, uh, got contracts. Okay. So it was like, it was like all of the backstabbing and, uh, you know, just craziness of, uh, like elimination reality TV contests, like before there was reality TV, Yeah. because this was, this was 1997 when, uh, when I went to clown college and also quite interesting 1997 was the last year of clown college. <laughs> they closed it down after I graduated. Well, they realized they couldn't do any better than what they just did. Well, I think that the bigger problem, I was not one of the uh, clowns that got contracts, but um, I think most of the clowns who didn't get contracts ended up, getting contracts later anyway because the, the the bigger problem was that they cast such a wide net and were so like they were they were they were just so next level at really finding these incredibly talented people mm-hmm. and then they were trying to pay them 325 bucks a week so like they they got super super talented clowns and then the clowns got on the circus and were like man fuck this we're out of here so like too, too many people jumped ship they, they they recruited people that were too talented for them to keep yeah how is this not a uh, a TV show that you're the creator of a clown college like 90s you set it in the 90s the things winding down i'm telling you steve it's 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 not a bad idea um i just think that the the only problem with that and this is um a legitimate problem um which speaks to why i did not get a contract is that i'm not really a a clown i mean i'm an attention whore Mm -hmm. you know like in every sense of the word i'm an attention whore but um i just like i was there to try to become a stuntman you know sure. i thought it would give me a and then they recognized that right away and and i i was like and a problem with alcohol and drugs and and um you know they had to take me to the hospital in the first week i was drunk and split my head open and needed five staples in it mm-hmm. and they were just like they, they just saw me as a liability who didn't even want to be a clown in the first place and they, yeah. and they weren't super right they, they weren't mm-hmm. wrong about that yeah now things you make you make inferences. You've been you're what are you you're 14 years sober now? We've been up on 16. 16. Well, congratulations yeah. on that. God bless on Thank that. You. And you um I went to just I went to there was a 24 hour marathon that when Jackass World got announced where you took over the <laughs> okay. MTV thing. I sure. never saw more. I was like, everybody was running pretty hot at that thing. That's, I guess, is the nicest way. Being in the hallway, I was like, oof, this is. Well, put it this way. Um, 
the, the, the whole idea was to take over MTV for an entire 24 hours. Nobody sleeps for a full 24 hours. But when that 24 hours began, I had already been awake for more than 24 hours. <laughs> so you're coming up on, you're coming up on, you're heading toward 50. And if you stayed yeah, up and, past and, it. Yeah. Um, for sure. And and uh, to be clear, this jackass takeover of MTV happened in February of 2008. And my sobriety date <laughs> is March 10th of 2008. So that was the grand finale of... Uh, uh, yeah, that, that, that was, that was the, the final stretch. I was sprinting <laughs> for the finish line. Yeah. Well, I'm happy you're where you're at and you're doing how you're doing now. So you... You've got this special coming out now. It's 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 out. It's it, out. It came out. It came out on uh, on March fourteenth. Um, it's a multimedia comedy special called Steve-O's Bucket List. Okay. And um, the bucket list is um, a bunch of forbidden stunts, which were never supposed to happen because they were just so goddamn ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And I figured, I figured, you know, here I am in my forties. Like I, if I'm, I got to get crazier than ever. And, and this is the way to do it. So I filmed all of the forbidden stunts. I made them into a, you know, a, a comedy show, which I toured with. And at, after each bit, I screened the footage of the forbidden stunt, which <laughs> represents the bit. Mm -hmm. And all of the bits, all of the, the bits, the bucket list items um, are presented in descending order of my fiance's approval and support. Okay. So, so in the beginning, she's gung-ho, she's participating, she's there. Mm -hmm. And then gradually as it wears on, she's there but not so sure about it. And then the next ones, she just stops showing up entirely. <laughs> what's the one that and broke then, the what's, what's the straw? that broke your fiance's uh, back the 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 first one which she did not show up for was we called it the spinal tap i got an epidural which Ooh. means um a four inch needle uh, you know in my <laughs> spine they injected drug into my spinal cavity mm -hmm. and and, and uh, it renders me paralyzed that the doctor dressed up as a clown pulls out the four inch needle and I take off running to see how far I can go. And then, uh, once uh -huh. I'm down, my, my buddies conduct, uh, some, some, uh, very mean spirited experiments to determine the extent to which I'm yeah. paralyzed. Well, I can't imagine why this person <laughs> who loves you more than anybody else on the planet wouldn't want to stick around for that. Yeah, she said, and it was beautiful the way she put it. She said, there are certain things in life you can never unsee, and she cannot bring herself to be there to witness one of them. That is very smart, and I'm on her side on that one. Except for yeah. me, I'll watch it. I just don't I just don't want my loved ones doing that, though. That would be the line for me. Now, sure. it seems like you... The line for you is in a different place than it is for other people. It's even the your your uh, your compatriots and jackass, you seem to you'll go past where other people say, "I'm tapping out here." What is the point where you would tap out on any? Is there anyone where you're just like, "Okay, that's too much." 
Um, I'm typically um, at the line at a spinal cord injury. Okay. Like the idea of um, the idea of being uh, bound to a wheelchair always really scared me. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. That uh, you know, there was an idea at one point to um, heavily duct tape me to a mechanical bull and then just turn it all the way up to ten. <laughs> and um, I, I reckoned that at a, at a certain point you're supposed to fall off, and if you're attached, like you're gonna have a spinal cord problem. Yeah, at some point something's got to give, and it's probably your spine. Right. Right. <laughs> so that's really yeah. So that's one. What is the attitude when you would do the movies or the series? Where would you, if somebody was starting to get cold feet on something, do you let them get cold feet, or you kind of try to just go, "Come on, you can do it, you can do it." Like, what is what's the spirit between behind all that? I mean, the director is a a bad person, and he uh, has you know a a very very specialized skill in. Um, applying pressure and uh goading and and uh you know persuading people <laughs> us to us to do these things and if uh if there's a, a bit that he wants to take place and, and um you know the people he approaches won't do it it kind of goes down the cast um sort of the down the cast uh in the order that the credits roll, okay. you know, like, uh-huh. and then you know, ideas. Some ideas will trickle all the way down to danger, Aaron. <laughs> and it's like he'll eat anything. Like he's <laughs> pretty much, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, I don't, um, you know, I, I don't feel great about, um, you know, the the bullying that danger Aaron is has been subjected to. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. it's you know one could argue it's with love. Yeah, well, it's also he's he's walking toward those cameras. Also, that's true. He does that's, want the screen time. And there's the Roomba. The Roomba just made an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> so I see on the floor. I see a couple of things. Those look like things dogs like to chew. Yeah. What's this? Yeah. you have a dog, don't you? Oh, well, we've got, yeah, we, we've got uh, a couple. We just actually lost a couple dogs. We lost two dogs to old age, so we went from four dogs down to two. Okay. Um, right now I'm at uh, our new property in Tennessee. Um, we bought this big property to get married on and open up an animal sanctuary. Wow. Um, yeah, we're really excited about it. We still have our home in L.A., mm-hmm. and in L.A. there there are three cats and three goats and uh here in tennessee we've got um a pig and a cat that we inherited with the ranch oh that's amazing and what tell me about the sanctuary what's the what are the goals with that it uh you know it's gonna be a pretty slow process i imagine um the goal would be to get registered as a 501c3 nonprofit. So that we can accept donations and use the money to build barns and pens and and all the rest of it. Um, then we're a little bit torn on how much we want to uh, invite physical traffic here. You know, we kind of like the mm-hmm. idea, but at the same time, we want to be able to have uh, revenue streams to to support the the effort. 
So perhaps like, you know, physical invitations will, will go to those who make obscene donations. Sure. That, that sounds like a good, yeah. You don't want your place being just, uh, you're not, you're not opening a a park (laughs) where people, everybody can show up with it and hang out. I mean, there, there are, there are, there are a lot of animal sanctuaries that run that way. And, um, we don't necessarily want ours to, to follow that that model yeah i uh out here there's a place that's pretty amazing and uh, i'm in la it um have you ever been to the gentle barn sure that place is the great i can't recommend that highly enough for anybody who wants to have an animal experience and see animals that got rescued from all sorts of troubling situations that people couldn't take care of or uh didn't know bit off more than they could chew they rescue these animals. It's amazing. And just like, there's nothing like actually seeing what goats are like, like a swarm of yeah. goats, whatever, whatever a pack of goats is. Um, yeah, fun. yeah, no, it's amazing. Now, how does it feel to be in the, uh, you're in the podcast biz now also, yeah. you're kind of, you're covering a lot of ground. You're, yeah, I jumped on the bandwagon uh, now almost four years ago. Um, I uh, really, really struggled with jumping on that bandwagon because it had become such a frequent and annoying question. Mm-hmm. Will you do my podcast? The worst thing in the life? world. And I apologize <laughs> that I did that to you. It's oh dude, not 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 to worry. Not not to worry, man. I mean, I, like I'm at a point right now I want to be on every show I can because I'm so proud of the bucket list. This bucket list special I put together is truly insane. And mm-hmm. um I'd like just to get the word out. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll talk to anybody. Well, that's um, the nicest yeah. thing I've ever heard. You'll talk to <laughs> you'll talk to anybody. No, well, so I mean, the way that you uh, the way you described it. <laughs> look, yeah, I fair enough, fair enough. I yeah. Um, yeah, all, all good, man. Yeah, this is so podcasting. The, the only way I can really uh, wrap my head around uh, becoming the guy who asks people to be on his podcast um, mm-hmm. was, was to um, to buy a you know a creepy van and set up the studio in a van, which I can drive to the guest. So we we record um, the majority of our episodes in a Class B uh, Sprinter van. Um, yeah, like that, 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 that's the pitch. It's like, Hey man, I'll bring the studio to you wherever and mm-hmm. whenever is most convenient for you. Sure. And that kind of takes the sting out of the ass. No, that's amazing. Um, You're like a mobile dog washing, uh, van. Yeah, for sure. I also have a tour bus. Um, so that when, when I'm on tour, if we, uh, are anywhere where, where a good guest is, we've got, um, that's the first one I got. That's not the okay. That they're showing an image of uh, of the first man I ever got. That that was when I was trying it out as a concept, and mm-hmm. I actually had I had guests in that, and I was trying to interview them while driving. And <laughs> I am not a great driver, uh-huh. and um, you know, so so we've got a big red van now, and that one um, we do it parked. Good. And sometimes we do it on sometimes we do it on the bus. Yeah, too. please park. That's all. That, that sounds like good. <laughs> that sounds yeah. like you figured out uh you're 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 minimizing the chances of some sort of headline being 
Well, that'd be a great episode of the podcast, though. As long as the audio gets yeah. in like a black box, like on an airplane, you'd have <laughs> the final episode of Wild Ride, the final ride. Yeah. So what? So yeah. you've got the podcast, you got bucket list, they got the bucket list tour special, and where do people check the special out? Um, the uh, yeah, well, that's right when I bought it, man. That's the guy I bought it from. Um, <laughs> people, people can check out the special at stevo.com. Okay, it is uh, so outrageously filthy that um, that was my only option to put it out <laughs> into the world. Like I, I quite literally ejaculate on camera simultaneously as I'm falling out of an airplane 15 feet 15,000 feet in the air that was my idea with uh, uh, my dad with another man strapped to my back sure well this uh, sounds like look the holidays are here the families are going to be getting together what a better thing to bring the whole family together and check it out and so what's 2024 going to be like for you you have anything you have anything uh, in the works you know, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna spend a lot of time out here in Tennessee. I'm gonna spend about the next four to six months putting together um, my next multimedia show to to bring on tour. Um, I'm gonna keep podcasting. I'm gonna keep creating content, and uh, just gonna keep doing my thing and getting by. And all the while, setting up this ranch and um, you know like hopefully turning it into a, a place to kind of retreat to, to disappear to, to just kind of live happily ever after on. Well, I'm so happy to hear that. I'm happy you're here to live happily ever after. That's great. Yeah. You know, it's, it's such a, to be a fan as long as I have of all the stuff and to have you be where you're at now is it's truly great to see. So hey man, I couldn't be more grateful. It's uh, it's, it's really, um, really, surprising mm -hmm. that things turned out the way they did and man i i uh i just can't i can't i, I can't figure out how it happened but i'm just damn glad it did and, and very grateful for every day you just take it um well thanks for coming on everybody go to stevo.com check out the special listen to the podcast where you get your podcasts and we look forward to everything coming down the pike stevo thanks again for taking the time Hey, man. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate okay, yeah. you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Bye -bye. Bye. All right. That was fun. Let's take a break. We're going to listen to something by Daryl Hall. We'll be right back. What? Oh, my goodness. I know you're saying to yourself, how was that Daryl Hall? Well, it was Daryl Hall. It's from his album, Sacred Songs, produced by... Who, Andrew? The one and only Robert Fripp. That's correct, yes. And it was hard to believe that they wouldn't let that album come out for a couple of years. The record label didn't want it released. That song is NYCNY. That's a great album. Sacred Songs. One of the first albums your guy bought is that album. Explains a whole lot. I think I'll get an album by the guy who did Sarah Smile, Rich Girl, and then that was what was on the album when I bought it. But I'm fine. Or am I? What do we got here? Hey, everybody, welcome back. Steve-O, that was great. Wasn't that great, Steve-O? Checking in, telling us all about the stuff. We got to start doing some of that stuff here. 
hitting each other with bats and whatnot, right? Wouldn't that be fun? Ooh, let's take a quick call right then. We'll get back. Then we have the Suck Olympics coming up. Very exciting. Hello, Best Show. Hello, Best Show. Hey. Hello. 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 Hi, who's this? Name's Lizzie. Lizzie, where are you calling from, Lizzie? New Orleans, Louisiana. New Orleans, or as you know what we call it, Nolans. Right? Nolans. You're saying it wrong. What's going on? What, how is everything down there? Do you, are you enjoying being in New Orleans? Yeah, I'm enjoying like the rampant crime, constant carjacking. I love it. That sounds like you're being a little sarcastic, or you have a different set of values. If you're honestly enjoying those things. Yeah, I love it. But you must like the idea that there's the Anne Rice vampire energy all over. You like that, huh? For sure, yeah. Underage person don't gets me off. <laughs> you, Lizzie, I said earlier that this kid, Vanyan, was the greatest caller in the history. I'm going to say, you're on the fast track to be the greatest caller in the history of the show. The most sarcastic caller I've ever encountered. What's, uh, you're like, oh yeah, uh, underage Kirsten Dunst really gets me off. What's up, Lizzie? What, 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 what brought you to the show tonight? What, what brought you to call tonight? Well, I'm trying to find a gift for, for my friend, Trevor. Okay. Trevor. Let's hear more about Trevor. Mm -hmm. So Trevor is addicted to cocaine and a rampant alcoholic. And he uh, has very poor taste in jewelry, which he's trying to buy for his uh, new girlfriend. Okay. So how does, how does, so you set the table, you, we, you painted a nice picture of Trevor. He don't know good jewelry. He does know good cocaine. Yes. And he likes to knock him back a little bit, huh? For sure. So what are you looking for, a present you're going to get for Trevor or to help Trevor pick out jewelry for his girlfriend? Both, honestly. Okay. What would you like to get Trevor? I'd like to get Trevor something that will help him with his addiction. But okay. also something that will make him, you know, lock it in with this lovely lady. When you say help him with his, you don't mean help him get better at doing drugs. You mean help him maybe stop doing Overcome. drugs. Yeah. You're not right. saying to help him with his addiction. Right. Be like, Trevor, you got another gear there, buddy. I know it. I know you can do it. Right. It's not a rocky montage right. with cocaine. Right. Right. So, do you want to get Trevor? Uh, uh, I mean, like, you do you want Trevor to just go to rehab? What are you looking for? I'm looking for him to do something that's not that. Okay. Scared straight? You want a scared straight type thing? 
I mean, I just, I just don't want him to go to prison. Of course. Well, what if you sit Trevor down and you give him an envelope, he opens it and has like a coupon. Can you do a coupon for Trevor? You know, people do coupons for each other. Right. I have access to a printer. Well, what would be on a good coupon you could give Trevor? Free back Um, rub? Because usually the coupon is like, good for one free back rub. Anything other than than sexual favors or touch. Okay, no touch then. Okay. What if it says to Trevor, what if it's a coupon that says, Trevor, this is one coupon to you living a longer life from your friend Lizzie is going to help you do whatever it takes. I'm going to help you. And then you give him a book. And what is that book? Wow. What book? What book should I give him? The Bible. Hey. <laughs> right. I mean, he is from South Louisiana, so that's nothing foreign to him. I think sure. you give Trevor the Bible and a coupon for one long life if he reads this book and welcomes Beautiful. him, not Satan. What if you get him one of each? Get him the Satanic Bible. And the Bible, they say, Trevor, coin flip. What do you think? (laughs) Who's that? Who's laughing? It's my boyfriend. I don't like it. I'm sorry, I put her up to this. And what's your name? Why? Why not? My name is not Trevor. I don't like your energy. Lizzie was Lizzie was killing it. She's bringing it. No offense, not Trevor, if that is your real name. I've been coaching her this whole time. I'm a long time listener. I've I've been trying to help her this whole time. Dude, there's no way you're coaching. Either you got it, or you don't. Lizzie's got it. Lizzie's got it. Yeah, she does. What's your actual name, not Trevor? Uh, My actual name is. It's Creighton. I hesitate to say because it because the name is Creighton, you know. Creighton. Like Creighton yeah. Barrel? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Or Creighton University or et cetera. Or yeah. Creighton Barrel. Yeah. I'm gonna say this, Creighton. Don't take it too hard. You don't Sorry. have the goods. Lizzie's got the goods. No. And you know, know that though. Creighton. You know that. I've always I've always known it. Yeah, it hurts a little bit, but sometimes the truth does hurt. You don't think I know that? You see the things I know about my life and realize the things ain't never going to happen for me? I ain't never going to dunk no basketball. I know, but I'm six foot six, and also I I bought the box set, so. What's that? What? what? I'm six foot six, but I also, I bought the box set, so. You bought the Sharpling and Worcester box set. Of course, but okay. I also can't dunk, but I did buy the box set. All right. Well, I'm glad you did. It's very collectible now. It's a, it has appreciated in value. <laughs> so yeah. it was a wise investment. Creighton. Oh, thank you. Thanks. What do you think of this Trevor, Creighton? What do you think of Trevor? What do I think about this? 
Uh, well, uh, difficult to say. I, I think he's a good guy in a difficult uh, position, but sure. I, don't, I don't think a, a cocaine-related president is the the, the the best avenue to consider, you know? Okay. Whether it's pro or con, you know? Maybe, maybe a different gift that's not related to cocaine, I would say. What about a, a nice... Uh, um... Do you have honey baked ham down there? Yeah. We'll get him a ham. Yeah, that's true. Right? He's trying to be veg for his new girlfriend. Wait, what? Trying to go veg for his new girlfriend. He's trying to go veg for then get him uh, a pack of Beyond Burgers. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> And that right, got the laugh. Food. That got the laugh. My Beyond Burger joke. I don't know that New Orleans sense of humor, I'll tell you. I'll never truly understand it. Get him, right, a, Tom, a, get uh, him a subscription to Sports Illustrated. Good idea. Or like Maxim or something. Maxim. Well, are you going to get him a time machine first? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How dare you? Did you say how dare you to me? Absolutely. I would never treat you like that. No, I'm saying I'm saying that to Lizzie. You don't talk that way to Lizzie. Creighton. You can talk <laughs> that way to me. Don't you ever say okay, don't how right. dare you to you apologize to Lizzie now. I'm really I'm sorry I'm sorry, Lizzie, for like almost everything, but yeah, especially this. Okay. All right. Thank you. Get him a Target gift card. He is uh, a homemaker at heart, so okay, makes sense. Get him like a a whisk, a colander. What about right. like um like a a mirrored plate that you could maybe use do for cocaine off of? For, yeah, but what uh, should it yeah. say on it? Triumph Van Halen. What band should be on it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Triumph were. The more Canadian rush. <laughs> Man, I'm on fire tonight. Making him laugh. Making him laugh. Well, all the best to the both of you. I think you got a great thing ahead of you. And I'm excited to see what Trevor gets for Christmas. Please call after. I'm going to have him call in. I'm oh, sorry. I'm going to have him call in next week and, uh, you have Trevor calling next week. That's fine by me. Okay? All right. I welcome it. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Now, Jason Dudio Gore, you worked up a segment we're going to do on the show tonight, right? Is that true? It's called Suck Olympics 3. Oh, yes. And what goes on on that? Well, it's all holiday songs, but the current classics, Tom. The current classics. The ones home. everybody loves right now in 2023. God. And what's the goal with this? Well, I'm going to play the tracks for you. I, and I got to come in there to do it. Okay. 
and then uh, you have to get seven matches correct. Or... Or you lose. Or I lose. Okay, well... I mean, that's the biggest that's all thing. It took. You just lose. That's all it took. Yeah. Because I don't lose. The rules are a little different this time, though. Yeah, what are they? Okay, so you're going to see on the screen a list of songs and a list of artists. You have to match them. If you don't get a match correctly, the next sample you hear has been altered. Okay. Yep. Could be backwards. Could be phased. Could have parts Look, removed. Let's just do this. Thing. All right. Get I'm on my here. way. What's this guy talking about? Bring back Trevor. Vanian and Lizzie. My whole crew. My Ocean's Eleven. And this is Jason Dudio Gore. Now people know this guy is one of the one of the mainstays of the best show. He's a producer. He's touching things on my computer. Not comfortable with that, but I'll go along with it. MO eleven. All right, so Suck Olympics. Is that your water? That's not my water. Is that your water? Is it your water? Would you like your water? Of course not. Yeah, of course. MO eleven. Oh. All right. I'm gonna move over. Wes will yell at me. Oh. Wes, don't yell at Jason. He does it all the time. He does. Very abusive, abusive to me. So this is me guessing <clears throat> the who matching the title with the artist. Right. So can we uh, can we get that up on our screen here? Yeah, yeah. The oh no, holiday classics of today, guys. These are the songs that everyone listens to today. It's like Bing Crosby and David Bowie. Well, here's the better version that we get to listen to in 2023. Yeah, here we go. All right. So what I have to, are you going to give me, you're going to play clips? I'm going to play a clip. Yeah. And then you have to choose an artist and a song title Okay. and match them. All right. If you do go. not get that correct, the next clip I play is altered. You told me to make this difficult. I you're did. like, hey, make it hard, Jason, because the last one, yeah, you know, I, I didn't just get to, like that. I, I sound didn't get just, to do it. Hey, make it hard. Make it hard. That's exactly how you sounded. All right. Let's do this. Okay. So here we go. This is your first sample. Now, before you play this, uh-huh. uh huh. What's the name of this song and who recorded it? Ah, uh, yeah, no, I can't tell you that. That's that, <laughs> that, that would have been figured, good. I if I, I am pretty exhausted, I could have been yeah. like, oh, well, this one is. Yeah. So here we go. Wait, that's all I get? That's all you get. I said hard, not impossible. No, it's not. I mean, it's it's pretty. Okay. I mean, I would know it. Here it is again. And no help in the chat. Now, I can play the hook for you, but the hook has been altered. I'll, I'll take that, please. Okay, here you go. Okay, I'm good. That's Cher. 
Okay. And what and is the song called? What would Cher do as a song? Let me see. Here's the songs listed on the board. Puppies are forever. And none of these are fake. None of these are fake. These are all Puppies 100% are real. Puppies are forever. Like it's Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's giving Christmas. Make it to Christmas. A nonsense Christmas. Dear Santa, my kind of present, Santa tell me, the Christmas song, Underneath the Tree. I'm going to say Cher is just corny enough to have a song called DJ Play a Christmas Song. One for Mr. Tom Sharpling. Mark it down. This is her current single, and it's doing very well. I know nothing. I did not know that. I was just knowing that would be Cher's <laughs> idea of a cool statement. Yeah. DJ, play me a Christmas song. All right. All right. Here Look we go. That. Look at that. You just have to get seven correct, Tom. There are 12 selections here, and you're on your way. Twelve? So, yeah. 12 days of Christmas. 12 songs of Suck Olympics. Fair enough. Here we go. Here's your next clue okay well that's ariana grande okay it is could be it is okay who else neo it is not neo she would do and i can also play the altered one if you're here the altered one here's the altered well, she's doing Santa Tell Me. There you go. I shouldn't have played the old. You maybe should have I played. I really blew it on that you one. I'm exhausted, all... Tom. Yeah. Well, hell. There's two for Tom Sharpling. <clears throat> Make it hard. Well, why didn't you? <laughs> okay. Okay, now we are going to get we are going to make it hard. We're going to make it hard. Here we go. Next sample. Can I see the list, please? Well, oh, they're removing names. Thank you so much. First of all, that sounds like my favorite artist ever, Megan Trainer. It does. It does and, sound like her. And she would do a song called My Kind of Present. Mm, well, that is not My Kind of Present by... But it is... It is. It also is not Megan Trainer. It's not Megan Trainer. So your next clue is you're just going to hear the altered first. Here we go. And that's the same song. No, this is a different song. It's a different song. I'm getting punished. You're getting punished. I didn't get rewarded for getting two in a row. I said congratulations. Yeah, I didn't get like an easier path to that. I think I gave you a pretty easier path to get to the... Uh, okay. The previous one... You want to go back to the previous yeah, one? Yeah, I do. Okay, so here's the first one. Oh, no, that's Sia. That's who? Sia? Yeah. No. That is not no. Sia. Do you want to hear the altered version? Sure. All right, so now it's basically Make It to Christmas was in the lyrics there. So it's the song is called Make It to Christmas. I have to figure out which one of these nitwits recorded it. It's not Chris Brown. 
his song would be probably run from me. <laughs> it's Christmas. It's Christmas. A good alternate title his would be to called, his song out here. It's Christmas. Gonna find you. And I'm doing what I normally do. Yes. Let's see. Not Neo, obviously. That's not Kelly Clarkson's voice. Mm-mm. It ain't Ed Sheeran and Elton John. It's not One Republic. It's clearly not Megan Trainer. I'm going to have to say it's Alicia Cara. Make it to Christmas. Make it to Christmas. You're correct. Three. Okay. You got three. Now, that means since I got that. You only have four to go. Only four to go. Yep. Give me the next one. You want the next one. Yeah. Okay, here but we it go. should not be altered. It will not be it. altered. Because you got it. That's called I'm done believing in Christmas. <laughs> what other options are there? <laughs> Here it is again. That sounds like the Jonas Brothers. Okay. A nonsense Christmas. That is not correct. It what? It is incorrect. Is any part of that right? One part of it is right. One part of it's right. So it's yeah. it's can I hear the mixed part, the the part that's altered? No, because I think it would give it away. Well, that's not my fault. Okay, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Holy crap. This could be any of these generic titles. Tell me every day feels like it's Christmas. There you go. The Jonas Brothers like it's Christmas. Jonas Brothers like it's Christmas. I got to get one more. No, you got to get uh, three more. Three more? Yeah, I know. It's yeah. Oh, I don't Suck like Suck Olympics, that. man. Yeah, sure is, man. Here we go. Your next clue. It's the holiday remix. Oh, think I only want you on the well, that's Ariana Grande, of course. That's who? That's Ariana Grande, because that's like... Uh, is she not on the board? You already got Ariana Grande. I did? Yeah. Which one was that? First one. No, the first one was Cher. Second one. No. Was it? I think you did get Ariana Grande. Okay. It's not Kelly Clarkson. It's the holiday I don't know. Would you like to hear the altered? Sure. Okay. Sabrina Carpenter underneath the tree is my guess. It's like we're playing Clue. But it's not right. One of the pieces is correct. One of the pieces is correct. Can I hear the altar track again, please? Okay, I think I'm going to kill somebody because I just, the backwards masking is commanding me to murder. Santa tells you to kill 
Kill in the name of Santa. Kill in the name of Santa. Remember when that Judas Priest lawsuit happened and it was like the guy, the kid goes like, they played the song backwards and he went, they went like, uh, shoot, 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 shoot. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, then you listen to it, you're like, this song is about there. gay sex. Yeah, it's not there. Because <laughs> Rob Halford was telling the entire audience yeah. every lyric at that point. Yeah. It was like Turbo Lover and all those songs. Turbo Lover. Sorry, yeah. guys. Sorry sorry to tell you your, <laughs> your kids were not hearing the backward masking right. It's horrible, but true. So Sabrina Carpenter. It's the holiday Well, it's certainly not puppies are forever. It is not puppies forever. Then I guessed that I guess my kind of present. Sabrina Carpenter, my kind of present. That is not correct. Is it Sabrina Carpenter? It is Sabrina Carpenter. So I just have to pick a name off this dumb list over here. It's Giving Christmas. It is not It's Giving Christmas. We're going to move on to the next thing and come back to this. And here you go. What the F was that? It was the altered hook. Oh, Um, I'm being punished. You are being punished. Can I hear it again, please? It is saying the title, just to let you know. Let me hear it again. Yeah, okay, I gotcha. I'm going to say it's Megan Trainer. Puppies Are Forever. You are incorrect. Okay. It's Sia. Puppies Are Forever. Is that correct? That is correct. I would think Megan Trainer would do a song Wouldn't called Puppies think? Are Forever. Yes. I knew I had that one in my back pocket. All right, let's move on. Five, you have two more to get. Correct. Okay. And since you got that correct, you get uh, this one. Somebody go and feel it. Whether you're young or old, we got the presence there. I know, you know, you know, I know, we know, we know. Every year we get to come on. You know, you know, I do, we know, we do. I don't like that you just did that, that you just sang along. You know, I know. No, you know, and I know one thing. <laughs> Ain't gonna be no suck Olympics four. <laughs> uh, okay, if I can see the board, I'll guess this next one. You know. That's Neo. It's Neo. And that song is called Let me think, what would Neo call a Christmas song? He's such a nitwit, he'd probably call it. Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Both incorrect. Okay. Okay. I also, this is one thing. Yeah. I'm going to make a guess right now without hearing. I'm going to guess Megan Trainer did a nonsense Christmas. That is incorrect. Oh, man. You're letting me down, Megan Trainer. But since uh, you, you got that one wrong, the next one is altered from the start. Here we go. One Republic. Is it One Republic? One Republic, Dear Santa. 
That is incorrect. Both? Both. Do you want to hear the hear it again? Yeah. So it's, baby, I want you. Is that Ed Sheeran? My friend Vanyan was in a band with him. I know, and they and he quit. He quit because they got into a fight. They were going to play a Chick Fil A, <laughs> and he didn't bring the amp so they could do the ACDC song. <laughs> so then, uh, uh so then, uh, uh comically muscular Matt Damon showed up. <laughs> Flying, yeah. He didn't lead with the fact that Matt Damon has superpowers. Right. Now he led with the fact that Matt Damon was in incredible shape. I love Vanyan so much. Can I hear that one more time? Here you go. Okay. Um. Well, it's my kind of present, obviously. Yes. Now it's a matter of which one of these losers recorded <laughs> the song that made more money than I'll ever make in my life. Um. Baby, I want you. Is that Ed Sheeran and Elton John? It is not Ed Sheeran and Elton John, but you do have the song correct. Yeah. Which one was? And it's you said already. It's not One Republic. It is not One Republic. Is it Neo? It is not Neo. So mm-hmm. since you got this one wrong, we're moving to the next one. God, an altered track. Megan Trainer, Dear Santa. That is incorrect. That's Kelly Clarkson. It's giving Christmas. You have one piece of this correct. It's Kelly Clarkson underneath the tree. There we go. One more. One more to go. One more. Here we go. Wait, you got that correct. So you know what? I'm going to give you the real one. One Republic Christmas song. Incorrect. You do have one piece of that correct. Yeah, it's the Christmas song. They say the Santa's on his sleigh. That song. Listen to those harmonies. And I can I can play the altered version if you'd like to hear that for sure. Yeah, great flange. (laughs) By all means, let's get that going. Who is that? It's clearly the Christmas song. It is the Christmas song, and we'll confirm that. And who did? Who is it not? Can you go from top to bottom who it isn't? And then, who did I guess already? I guess One Republic. You said no. It is not One Republic. It's not Megan Trainer, obviously. It's not Sabrina Carpenter. So it's either... Did I guess Ed Sheeran and Elton John? It would have to be Ed Sheeran, Elton John, Chris- Neo, and Chris Brown. And you did not guess. Can I hear a little bit of it again, please? 
Oh, that's Neo. Neo, the Christmas song. You have just won. Psycho did it, yeah. Do you want to hear the others that you didn't get? Sure. This I want to hear this Megan Trainer song is what I'm really okay. What's what which song did she do? Megan Trainer was my kind of present. The worst. Elton John and Ed Sheeran Merry Christmas. There was a point where Elton John didn't sing like that, and then one day he suddenly was like, everything's like, it's like when Al Pacino got loud, Elton John got loud. Yeah. Uh, This is Chris Brown, It's Giving Christmas. Alicia Cara, Make It Christmas. Did you get Alicia Cara? No. You did not. Okay. And then the other one I don't think you got was uh, One Republic, Dear Santa. These songs are terrible. They're awful. They are absolutely awful and being played on all of your light FM stations all around the nation. These songs are rough. So a little harder. A little hard. No, that was great. Okay. That was really great. Right, you, you you struck the balance. All right, good. He belonged. <laughs> Wise words from Mister Frankenstein. Me belong dead. Oh, okay, thank you. That was amazing. My kind of present, <laughs> Megan Trainer. Yikes. Oof. All right, let's see what's going on here in the chat. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hang tight. <gasps> the phone number is 201-989-0012. We want to uh, get some calls uh, about the Christmas stuff. What are the things I needed to talk about? Let's see. We did Steve can cross that off. Suck Olympics. We did that. The Best Show Gift Guide. We're currently doing that. Clown Kai asked Steve-O these questions. I didn't ask him about podcast feuds which i was told by a couple people today to ask him about apparently steve-o don't get along with tom segura this tom segura if anybody knows who this guy is he was a comedian well he still is i guess technically he um he sucks he was one of those people who Guy got in a little bit of shape and suddenly thought he was, uh, he suddenly thought he was, uh, God's gift to humanity. And he calls his audience the poors. Like he talks about the poor people and so, oh, the poors don't like this. The poors don't like that. You know what? Just be funny and shut up. Right? Oh, I can't do that. Sorry, that's wrong. Let me see here with this. Yeah, old Tom's a little sleepy. He did a show last night. Oh, well, I'll talk about the show. I did a show at Zebulon, an evening with Tom Sharpling. Sold out. It was very cool. Everybody came to it. It was very flattering. 
all sorts of nice people coming from out of town, whether it be Las Vegas, Austin, Texas, New York City. It was a great group. Zebulon was a beautiful place. We're, we're, we'll do this show again at some point. We will do the show again. This is a fun one. Chalky was on stage as the band leader, and Chalky was amazing. I also want to thank our own Brett Davis, Kate Sweeney, Brett Boehm, of course, Chalky, Julia Vickerman. Everybody who was the team thing. Oh, and I guess we had Mary Lattimore came as a guest. She played harp. It was amazing. That was so cool. And we did some fun things. And Joe Firestone came by. It was awesome. It was a great group. Now, Mike, are you there, Mike? I am, Tom. Mike, I can't talk about it on the air. <clears throat> but your go-go situation was clarified at the show boy oh yeah, boy was no, it. I, I, i've been hearing a lot Did about rumors it. report I, you know, don't say what they are i want uh-huh. this show to be its own thing uh-huh. i don't want it to be all on the internet i want it to be a thing that people experience live but yeah. there was a go-go's element that nobody could believe mike <laughs> And did I ever see people go, go toward the exits? No, that's not true. Everybody stayed. <laughs> yeah, I saw it was interactive, which I, I didn't realize it was going to be interactive. Interactive. What do you mean by that? <laughs> oh, we had one of the Go-Go's was a part yes. of the show. Yes. Yeah. Kathy Valentine, the great Kathy Valentine. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, Kathy Valentine, was a part yeah. of the show. That was very cool. I'm looking at the chat. No, I will not be doing the show at The Sphere in Vegas. How about Uncle Vinny's in Point Pleasant? Uncle Vinny's. Where should I do the show? <laughs> uh, where should I do it? On the jur- on the boardwalk? Where? Would, uh-huh. What was that place that I, you know, what's the big place in the center of the Point Pleasant boardwalk? Oh. Not Uncle Vinny's. The one with the deck and the huge, oh, it's huge. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow, blanking out. Yeah, they got the not hunkabunka. I almost said hunkabunka. Well, there's the tiki bar. I think it's um, the tiki bar. That's the one. Yeah, the, but there is another one. Um, there's that huge one. The yeah. one that, like, I think Springsteen played there once, and then they publicized <laughs> it, and he never went there ever again. <laughs> I think it was something like that. It was like, and, the, and they replaced it with a, a Springsteen cover band that would play every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a treat that is. <laughs> Getting those songs from, like, they only work from that person. Yeah, it's Martell's Tiki Bar. Martell's or, is what uh, it was. Martell's is what it was. Okay, there is Martell. another one, though. Now, Martell's is this one. You know what I used to call Martell's? What? The Bathroom. Because <laughs> that's Jen- the- Jenkinson's is the other one. Yeah, but the Martell's was the Martell's, one where you're just yeah. like, Oh, that's they have a bathroom there. Act like you're buying something and then just use their bathroom. (laughs) 
Because those boardwalk bathrooms, <laughs> oh my God, is there anything? What do you think is worse, Mike? A boardwalk uh-huh. bathroom or a jail bathroom? Uh, yeah, well, I've never been to jail, fortunately. and uh, Yet. I haven't had that experience. Here's one for you, Mike. Uh-huh. Do you think you end up in jail at any point before you shuffle off this mortal coil? I'd like not to. Um, oh, I know you'd like not to. I'm, I, I got into that situation last night. Well, and I you're thought, running oh, hot. This, you're running hot. This you're wasn't into, where I wanted this to go. Mike, you're get, you're, you know who you reminded me of when you told me that story? John Wick. John Wick <laughs> got in the same thing. He's in New yeah. Jersey. He got uh-huh. into it with the Russian mob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All he did was tell them yeah. to not, uh, his car wasn't for sale. Right. You got much lippier than John Wick did. <laughs> yeah. This is the greatest thing. Mike Wick. No, it's like Mike Wick, uh, W-I-C-K, uh-huh. Lisk, L-I-S-K. Not far. Mike goes to the bar. The guys don't tip. He says, don't be scum. What's the guy's name? Bruce? Bruce was okay. I never got the name of the guy. No, but Bruce was, will be the guy who tries to talk the other guy out of doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't, you know, just let him be. Let him be. Just a guy telling you that's the tip. It's a cultural thing. You didn't realize. I don't care. That guy, nobody yeah, showed me up t- in front of everybody. He's going to get it. <laughs> he goes in to your house, beats an ever-living tar out of you with a bat, Smashes all your dick's pics. Uh-huh. That's what he does. Smashes all your oh, dead no. legs. The worst. You wake up in a pool of blood. Mm-hmm. Goes down the basement. Mike gets a sledgehammer out. Starts smashing the basement floor. And then he just has a new set of dick's pics in there. He just <laughs> goes and brings them back upstairs. <laughs> and it's a little more anticlimactic yeah. than John Wick. But... Uh-huh. No, he goes, Mike's got a machine gun, a machete, (laughs) Uh uh, a wood chipper. He's got everything, (laughs) every kind of weapon down there. You got me thinking about the secret stash of dick's pics now. (laughs) About having a backup dick's pics? (laughs) Dick's pics, yes. You're worried? Secret stash. Yeah, you're worried. Mike's worried the Russian mob is going to (laughs) smash up his dead bootlegs now. (laughs) (laughs) But if you found out. Mike, you're going to jail for three months. <laughs> what would you do? Uh, you have well, yeah. here's what you find out. In one month, you're going to jail for three. Mm-hmm. You got a month now. Do you run? No, I think I could do the time. <laughs> Stand? Can you do it standing up? You're not <laughs> going to be a rat. You're not going to be a. I can do it. Uh... Yeah, I can do it. I can, I, I can be good. I'm not going to look, Mike, and don't take this the wrong way. You know I say this with love. There is no way, but no way, you don't end up with the white supremacist in jail. <laughs> well, thank you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> You're just trying to survive. Yeah, no, I understand. I, I, I'd I, want to be the uh You'll be the, the I'll go get you guy. more pudding. I'll go get more pudding. You want I want more... to get a job in the library. You get a job in the library, they'll beat you with a dictionary. <laughs> I saw it. Uh-huh. I've seen it, Mike. 
there's a documentary called Out of Sight. And this one rich guy was in jail. And they asked that he wanted to get a goldfish. And then this other guy who looked like Don Cheadle got him the goldfish and smushed it. <laughs> I thought you were using some jail slang there. Goldfish. I, I was waiting oh, for no. you to tell me what no, a goldfish it's an actual goldfish. <laughs> I can tell you how I'd survive, Joe. Uh-huh. First thing you do is not what they tell you to do. You don't hit. You don't go after the biggest guy. They always say, go after the biggest guy, right? When you go to jail, you, you go you show them that you're crazy. Crazier yeah. than an S-house rat, right? <laughs> right, Mike? And yeah. those S-house rats, they get pretty crazy. Uh-huh. You know what makes them crazy? What's that? All the S <laughs> in the S-house. Uh-huh. I'd go after the oldest guy. <laughs> <laughs> you would be the biggest enemy shot, in jail. right? Hey, this new guy killed old Willie. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, you figuring... just killed old <laughs> Willie. He was gonna get paroled in two days. <laughs> that'd be your that'd be your worst nightmare. You go after the oldest guy, you accidentally kill him, you find out he was the most beloved convict, <laughs> and he was about to get out finally. Uh-huh. Sorry, I said S. It's Bleep House. I apologize to the get taken a test for talking about a Bleep House rat, not an S House rat. No, I think I think you could get by because I think you're crafty. I think you're crafty. You'd survive. Of Pat and Jason, Mike, who do you think would do better in jail? We'll say it on the count of three. You ready? Who this is who would do better? One, two, three, Pat. Pat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, I'm not arguing. No, with you're you. too I, nice. You're I, too yeah. nice, Jason. Yeah, too you're nice. You're just too nice. Pat is much nicer than I am. No, you're too nice in a way that that they would kill you. <laughs> we need to squash this now. <laughs> Pat would get by. Pat has a steely vibe to him where he's nice, but you also don't mess with Pat. Yeah, somebody's just said in the chat, Pat would sneak out. Pat would break out of jail. Yeah. Pat would suddenly be in overalls like a worker at the jail carrying out an air conditioning unit and they jump in a laundry basket. <laughs> Got to get this to the shop. Yeah. Wheel this laundry into that truck. First of all, why would I'd we be out one? in 15 days? You'd be out in 50. 15 you would. Days. Wow. Pat might be dead in two. Jason, how long, how many days do you think it would take before Jason got shivved in jail? <laughs> is that what it is? They're like out in the yard. They just pop me twice in the belly. <laughs> it's just wow. like that move. When they walk past, when you're going back in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. It's just like, yeah. And then someone carries you and just dumps you off to the side. <laughs> Somebody said, this is what people are saying in the chat, 19 minutes Jason would last in jail. I'm not arguing it. I think you'd make it for a good while. I think you'd be... 23 minutes. No, I think you'd be a nice guy. You'd 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 bite off a little more than you could chew in terms of trying to be like pleasing people, and you'd step on the wrong person's turf 
And then it's just like, well, he's gone. What if I go full Southern while I'm there, though? Like, hey, y'all, good to be in prison with you. That might work. That might work. I hate everybody. Hey, man. Yeah, I didn't do it. I'm telling you, I didn't do it. You know what I don't like in this prison? None of them short eyes. I want to get my hands on one of these <laughs> short eyes. Anybody know where short eyes? We got to run them out, right? No, yes, Elvis in prison. Thank you. Um. <laughs> so, Mike, Pat, do you think Mike is right that he would survive in jail? Mike, um, Mike would definitely survive. There would be alliances that Mike would form. Whoever just put the picture of Mike as John Wick surrounded by <laughs> guns, <laughs> either you're fired or you get a raise. Make Mike Wick. Make Mike Wick. <laughs> Mike. So you yeah. think Mike, Pat, go ahead with what you're saying. You think Mike... Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I think Mike would, would form alliances pretty yeah. early. Yeah. And he'd be, he'd be able to, um, he'd figure out the system, whether it was, um, you know, yeah. not like the currency stuff, but like. Pat, you're just, 100% you know, right. Mike would figure, I think Mike would be good with the currency stuff. Mike would be just like, hey, you want some cigarettes? I got cigarettes. See, I think he would run the kitchen. And like he, someone would ask for like an extra scoop of slop, and he'd take their whole tray away. Yeah, Mike would be I in the jail cell with a razor blade, <laughs> slicing up the garlic <laughs> in the pan, just like in Goodfellas. Yeah, a lot of the uh, recent got, Mike would be the guy who brings the bread in to the mobsters <laughs> in Goodfellas. Uh-huh. I got you your bread. Uh-huh. I never understood that scene because there was like there was like a, a screen door to the outside world. Oh, like, that, Pat, that you've never been to out. jail. Pat, there are screen doors all over the place in jail. <laughs> this is an honor. And you get jail. sent you get sent yeah. to the hole if you slam the screen door. Every fence yeah. has a screen door in it. So you think? Let's rank in order. <laughs> okay. Who who lasts the longest in jail versus who? goes first in jail longest to shortest everybody rank for the four of us who makes it pat go first i i think i would last the longest okay if i if i stayed in jail sure who would be second um are we excluding you no i'm in this okay i would think it's tough that's tough between you and mike it's tough I think Mike would last a little longer than you. And then you and then Jason. I've never been so hurt. I <laughs> I agree with that. I really do uh-huh. agree with so that. People are saying so you yours is Pat, Mike, Tom, Jason. Because we know yes. I'm, we know I'm All a, right, but Jason, what's your list then? I, I'm exactly with Pat because you know I'm going to be in the bottom. We've all decided that. The whole chat's decided that. I'm going to be <laughs> killed in 19 minutes. I just think we you'd roll this. in and you'd be doing your corn pone routine. <laughs> my, like you were just what? saying, you're the southern thing you were just doing. Oh, you'd okay. go in, you'd be like, "Hey guys, how's everything going?" And you then guys I... like, you guys like uh, Van Hagar. And they're like, and they'd be kill like, him. And then some of you like Van Halen ended when when David Lee Roth left. <laughs> yeah, boom, boom. Oh, good. Look at that picture. 
Wonderful. There. My God. Teeth. And is that a shiv wound uh-huh. on my... Uh, it looks like you're already bleeding out I'm in all, that picture. I'm just holding it tight like, oh, God, so, it's okay. It'll heal itself. Jansen just said in the chat, and I do have to agree with this, no way people are putting up with Tom Sassy too. See, that's what I think, too. Jail. That's why you, you go think- after me because they'd be like, oh, you worked on Monk? Look at Hollywood. And then... They would just, you know. I would promise them jobs. Like, I'd be I like, yeah, no, I'm putting a show together. You guys want to write on this thing? <laughs> you just look, keep, <laughs> you just look after me. It better I'd, be a new monk. I'm telling you, I would tell these convicts anything to get through this. Yeah, I got a show waiting to go. Oh, you want to write on it? I'd be like, what kind of show do you like? I like shows about uh. About submarines. It's a submarine show. Oh, my God. You're perfect <laughs> for it. This is, I can't believe this. What a lucky break. It's a show that takes place on a, who, like, who are some of your favorite actors? Yeah, I like that, uh, that Gallagher, the one with the sledgehammer. He's the star of it. No, I mean Peter Gallagher. Him, Peter Gallagher plays his brother. That's how I'd get through. <laughs> I would lie like the nobody's business but then someone would fi- find out that you were lying and no, they, they're what like, are they gonna find out what are they gonna contact they're like i haven't seen uh, him hey, man, on final draft lately. hey man i talked to business affairs you don't have no deal going <laughs> i just talked to ba and uh <laughs> no but that's my list i i agree with pat okay who didn't go mike did you go you know, Pat Pat's got a good list. Uh Pat's got youth on his side. Yeah. You know. And he he has demonstrated that he can be quite crafty in different circumstances. Mm-hmm. I think I think I'm pretty good in mixing in with different environments. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I I've been all over. I've been in the corporate world, I've been in you know, working in a bar and you know, you have to adapt. You're you're dealing with different type of people. So you don't I'm, I'm... hear the callers I talk to. I can talk to anybody on this show. <laughs> yeah, but you you you've got distance with the with the phone. You know, when you're on the ground, it's a I whole worked different retail. Story. I worked retail half my life. I was behind a counter. <laughs> I worked retail. I worked at a Sears store. Yeah, so retail. me too. I worked at a music store for twenty years. Coffee books. shop. MetLife Stadium, dealing with all those drunken football fans. I just See, think I actually this think is, this Mike, is the thing. Yeah, go ahead, Pat. Go ahead. I think we're on no, the same I page think, with this. I think that some sometimes, like I'm very torn between whether I should put myself first or you, Mike, because what you said about me, I actually think about you. It's the opposite with me. I think that the age. I think that the being younger might work against me they might see you coming in and be like we're not going to mess with this guy like he's he's seen some some stuff and he's we, we don't know what he, he's he worked into. in corporate america like he you might have that advantage over me and i might i might get chewed out a little easier so i'm 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 on the fence whether i put you first or me first and, let me let me add this to the mix uh, yeah. a lot of a lot of recent escapees they they woo uh, one of the employees. This is true, and they get an inside uh, advantage, and uh, they escape with their um, their roman- romantic partner. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so I'm talking... too old for that 
I'm too old for that uh, sh those shenanigants. So I think right. <laughs> we'll right. better at so that. So this is one thing we're not addressing, and it's the it's just the elephant in the room. Everybody's building Mike up again. Somebody's like, "What? What is this show again?" I don't know personally. It's a show where four guys talk about who would survive in jail the longest. Um, this is the thing that nobody's flagging on Mike. He can get a little lippy. <laughs> yeah, he can under his yeah. breath, under his breath. Yeah. All you, Mike. Yeah. This is what this is what would I do? What did you say? Like that's what it would be. Is you're walking away and you grumble a little bit. All you're you're cooked if somebody just goes, "What did you, you just say?" Guy? Can you believe this guy? Yeah, but they yeah. would just turn. That would get you if all you if you're grumble if you start grousing. Look, we all of us can grouse. I clearly, I'm not saying I'm not going to get flagged on that. I'd be just like, yeah, okay, sure, jail, great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. Uh, after last night, I think I've got to yeah. dial that back. Who, I, yeah, you know. Thank you. Thank you. Who is the person who literally said to a guy he was afraid was going to beat the tar out of him the second he was a little bit in the clear? Don't be scum. <laughs> and then drives off. Yeah. Well, he was he was calling me out in the middle of the street. You got a guy standing in the middle of the street. You know, I couldn't leave it there. Yeah, you know, you can't go back to that bar again, Mike. Oh, I think I'm thinking can. I'm going to be a hero. I want to see if they have no, any he's video. Probably, he's like, I've extended no, my Mike's stay. No, Mike's going back. Mike's going back. That guy is still at the hotel across <laughs> and the street. This he's is going there why, every night looking this for This is why I'd live, survive longer in jail than Mike. Mike has a, Mike's got to prove something. He's got something to prove. <laughs> Mike's going back to this bar. Yeah. He's looking, he's looking to show this guy up a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. And you I'm going to say one thing, Mike. He, you're going to end up. Drinking. You're going to end up in that dumpster. <laughs> it's, it's got my name written on it, Mike. I don't know what you're. What's going to be written on it is probably going to be written in your blood, <laughs> inside of it when you get dumped into. Hopefully, it's full. This is all I hope. It's full of trash. You don't get thrown into the. They didn't just empty it. Mm -hmm. Now I got a picture of Pat in Oz. I think. <laughs> Yeah, no wound on him. And Jason, uh -huh. I'm going to change my ranking on you based on one factor. Okay. If you can get a little hat like the guy on Oz had, you'll stay in there as long as you want. What was the little hat? Is it like a little pork pie cap? Mike, remember the guy with the little hat on Oz? Yeah, I didn't go too far with Oz. It's not Mike, my thing. If you watch two minutes of Oz, you'd remember the little hat. <laughs> I don't remember the, the guy. Little, I don't remember the little hat. He had a little hat that somehow stayed on his head. The big guy. He's a big guy. I gotta look up this hat. Can we pull up a picture of little guy, the guy on Oz with the little hat? And if Jason could pull off that little hat look, people aren't gonna mess with you. They'd be like, oh, it's just like on the side of my. Yeah, I could do that. If you could get that little hat, I'd effect, love to wear that little hat. <laughs> just, just normally, you'd like to wear it. I would wear it today. Yeah, I feel like you get that little hat going, you're safe. There it is. There's the hat. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. <laughs> that guy had that hat. I don't know how that thing stayed on his head. I think Jason should be like. 
You have a Velcro Jason's. strip on his head. Like that's the one <laughs> not shaved part of his head. Yeah. Uh, well, when Kevin Garnett used to wear NBA uh, uh, superstar Kevin Garnett used to have a hoodie that people didn't know how it stayed on his head the same way. It would be like falling off, like like two thirds off his head, but somehow it stayed perfectly on the back of his head. And it was a giant mystery. How does the hoodie stay there? Could um, could Jason's though be like like just a smidge smaller than that guy's? So it's even oh, yeah. more ridiculous. Yeah. Even I think, smaller. I think Jason needs a hat that's like a little sailor hat. <laughs> right? A really tiny sailor hat on like the side. A tiny of my sailor head. jauntily tilted to one side. Yeah. I ain't gonna shiv that guy. Yeah. I think that like would Bob work. from Bob's Burgers. I mean, uh, big boy. Like who? Bob's. Uh, what, what's the uh, that burger Bob's, chain? Bob's, Bob's big boy? Burgers. This show, Bob's Burgers. <laughs> At what point? Sorry. Do I do a voice uh, on this thing? It's been on for seventy-eight to years. Bring that up. Yeah, I could do any of the voices. I could do that one guy. Remember that one guy? Hey, uh, Bob. What's uh, going on there? You know the guy who's like friends with Bob. Hey, Bob. What's uh, happening today? I do that guy. Fire that guy. I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'll undercut anyone on that show. Was it Jay Johnson, one of the roles in that show? Yeah, it was. They There's actually an opening, hired, right? They hired him after January 6th, oh, from what yeah. I understood. They we liked, like what you did. They liked the cut of his jib after January 6th, and they wanted him on. They wanted that energy <laughs> on Bob's Burgers. We really want some of that Jan 6 energy. Yeah. Here's one final question I have for the group. See, this is, okay, that's Tom in prison saying he could do everyone's prison jobs. Look, that's all I'm going to say. With this prison thing, me in the prison, I'm the true coin flip. I'm the coin flip. I could either be the worst one there or the best one there. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think so. That I could... It could go either way with me. Look, Mike, Pat, we all agree, is going to survive. He's got it He's got it in his blood. Yeah, he's going to slip right into a vent, and he's out. Jason, we can all agree, no bueno yeah. where that's going. Yeah. Mike, I think we tilt toward the more surviving than not. Me, anywhere. I could be in the first to fourth position on this one. No. What are you doing time for? Arson. What did you burn down? He, he didn't even hesitate. A youth center. Like, oh my god. <laughs> it's just it's just there in the back of your mind. Yeah, what are we all in jail for? What am I gonna pull this arson job? Let's see. Let's figure out what we're all in jail for. This is a great thing. I'm arson. I set a youth center on fire. Nobody was in it. I think I'm fraud. As far as we know. I was going to say fraud, some kind of fraud, but <laughs> My, Mike stolen valor. We've no, Mike would be stolen. stolen. Mike stolen would be valor, some sort of, 100%. he'd be in a, so I mean, he'd be in a military jail. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mike, I feel would get something of like, the, it, probably some version of the shrimp connect would, would do Mike in. Well, like he's he's helping the shrimp connect and a lot of people died. Well, eating he's bringing the shrimp. shrimp he, he, that's exactly it. Mike would. Mike would do an, uh, uh, a Smokey and the Bandit with shrimp, not realizing shrimp goes bad. Everyone gets to the party. They eat the shrimp. 
11 people die of rancid shrimp and Mike goes to jail. That's what you get convicted of. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's the greatest picture I've ever seen. Me covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? <laughs> what is that? Is that It's from Daredevil. Ah, okay. Oh, of course. No, Mike would be in jail for the shrimp. Pat would be What would you what do you think, Pat, for you? I was I was gonna say some kind of fraud, but maybe um gets arrested for sneaking into a Wilco show. Yeah. No, he he's making fake laminates for uh phony doctors. That's exactly <laughs> it. My Pat would get some like serious he'd get locked up. Thank you, Jim. Somebody in the chat, Tom is gonna be running the jail so fast. That's the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. And I kind of feel like, look, you don't think Forever Dog is a jail in its own way? (laughs) Everybody, I have some good news and some bad news. The good news is we're doing a show next week, 1219. It's our holiday show. We got guests. Uh, We got surprises. It's going to be so much fun. The bad news, it's the last show of 2023. Next week, though, it's going to be a killer show. The best show, Holiday Party. It's Don't Miss It. 